This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Welcome back, episode 204 of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Antwood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. one half of the culture, and I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? Uh, 204, man. That was the room. That was detention. When we was in, in Cody, when you fucked up, you had to go to room <laughs> 204. Well, nigga, speaking of tension. Yeah, or was it 206? <laughs> hey, it's going to be 204 hey, for this be, episode. Hey, God 204 today, it'll be 206 in a minute, yeah, man. man, we pop. I, I love that fucking record, though, dog. It's one of my favorite songs of all time, dog. Shit yeah. is amazing. It captures yeah. every relationship problem you ever had, dog. It really does, man. Oh, man. Uh, this week in culture, we're going to switch it up and start with that Insecure pod, man. Yeah. We got to come energy for the Insecure episode because they gave us that Insecure shit. Yeah, man. They got into it early. I was. I had to I had to talk to myself. Like, nigga, why the fuck you, <laughs> fuck you smiling this whole fucking episode for oh, shit, man? Put man. your teeth away. Put your t- it was a lot of teeth in this episode. No, oh, it was. Oh, this episode, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, Queen Latifah's back, nigga. That's a fact, Jack. Uh, nigga, this episode was fucking fire. This is what I've been waiting on for eight weeks. <laughs> One of these where it was like undeniable Everything from start to finish was fucking great. It was tense. It was laughs. It was the comedy on this shit was phenomenal, nigga. They Man. was yo. We gonna get into it, but Molly and Torian, nigga. Yo, Torian I need a saved, whole show, bro. Yo, Torian saved this shit. Yo, Torian saved. Well, depending on who you think would have won the fight, Lawrence or Nate, because Torian was over there throwing Lawrence's ass around, dog. Oh man, you know what else saved this shit? Edibles. <laughs> and you know what I did? I ate a halfy before I came up here. So never, never ate edible before. Oh my god! I would have brought you the other half, dog. I, 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 I'm, I don't want shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I'm I'm probably the edible king. I don't do shit but sit back and laugh, and uh, my feet get numb. That's when I know I'm high. Other than that, not too much happening. Pretty uneventful. But yo, man, subso is fucking fire. I am very happy to discuss it. But before we get into that, I do want to shout out. Uh, Special guest, one of our listeners is in the building right now. And she brought us Christmas gifts, yo. Merry Christmas, yo. 
Oh, oh man, shit, that's the wrong. That's the oh wrong no, way. no, play not the, the no, not the scary <laughs> vibes for the Christmas dog, not for the holidays, man. I couldn't get to the right. Jesus, button, Jesus, man. I'm trying to get to. There we go. There we go. Clap the, it up. Yeah. Clap it up. Clap it up. So after getting the Will Smith book, uh, we got the, the Uncle Nearest from Shorty that I didn't realize I packed up and took home after that episode. I'm going to have to bring that back. Um, now we got more gifts, man, and I'm very fucking excited. Gifts. Uh, donations. Donations. <laughs> donations. And we got something from the guy, Rob Silver. We going to open that on the other pod, though, where we know for sure. Well, we going to get wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's start with this card, man. She got us a, a joint... This weekend culture card. I want to open that up first, man. Uh, have a merry Christmas, and on the inside, wishing you a Christmas full of love and cheer. Ann and Jay, you guys are my favorite pod. Thank you for all the content and all the laughs. This weekend culture is going to be huge. Happy holidays. I'm not going to say your government, but we appreciate that, man. man. And we are going to be huge, huh? I mean, I, the podcast is already on its way, bro. You know you what I'm saying? The right woman. Hey, man, this nigga Jay, dog. We ain't even got to the. This is why I ate the edible before I came here. God damn it, man! This like, nigga, been, scary vibe, that man. That's like, you been hooping right now. Oh man, um, no, I really appreciate this, man. You want to go ahead and open yours first? Oh, I mean, I got an idea what it is, and that, I mean, and, and that makes me happy. I'm not looking at it and expecting shoes. It, it's giving me record vibes <laughs> right now. It, it is. Oh man. So what I'm gonna do is uh, go into my 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 wallet, my wallet, and take off my credit card knife. Oh man, this you know, nigga. You gotta have a credit card knife on you. Jay, keep a gadget, bro. Oh, the, <laughs> stick around long enough. When the blick start hurting his hip, it goes out. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bust out any gadgets like Jay to open this shit up. I'm gonna just. I know. I just in. had a conversation with somebody. Dog, plaid uh, wrapping paper is fucking top tier. Oh yeah, this is my my tree. Like our decorations are tartan, so mm. I'm I'm really I'm with this, and I might reuse half oh, of this. Man. You know Oh boy. Oh man. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Man. Oh boy. What Come do we on, have man. there? Come on, man. What do we have there? Hey, man. <laughs> oh, Jay, she got you in the bag, dog. Hey, listen, man. Come on now. It's always this 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 show, man, when hey, people man. be giving us gifts, man, it it don't never be no random shit, man. No, no, no. It proves that they listen to this yeah. show, man. It proves that the shit that yeah. we be sharing, like, it really touched people. So uh, I'm a big fan of records. You feel me? Facts. Uh, and I got my whole record shit. And I think everybody knows that I am a giant Dave Chappelle fan. I mean, would you go on to say huge yeah. Dave Chappelle fan? <laughs> huge, huge <laughs> Dave Chappelle fan. Huge friend. Dave Chappelle fan. Um, uh, and, like, this oh, is the man. Dave Chappelle uh, record for uh, 846. Man, this is fucking amazing. Thank you so much. Hey. That is fucking beautiful. What's so crazy is because I'm a giant comedy fan, right? And Dave Chappelle is my favorite comedian of all time. But when I first got into comedy, it was literally Bill Cosby records. Uh, from my, <laughs> my father, though. Yeah, you know, he, yeah. he played records. Uh, and, like, so a, a comedy record from my... Man, this is, this is, yeah. this is excellent. Thank you. So you get the beautiful gift. I get the gift... That keeps on fucking ah. giving. <laughs> uh, if you listen to about I've never what seen two, it. I never saw the physical copy. I knew that the digital version you sent me was out there, 
Um, if you listen to, that might have been two episodes ago, uh, I mentioned that I wanted to read the OJ penned book, If I Did It. Uh, well, I got a fucking hard copy, ladies Man, and gentlemen. I shot you, uh, shot you <laughs> yeah, I, I got your email. I actually yeah. started the beginning of that Did shit. Did that shit say by the Goldman family? So with exclusive commentary, he did it by the Goldman family. So oh. it seems like they threw in their own little, they probably got a little forward or something in here. Yeah. Because, Yo. like, I know these books existed because everything, like, it was set to go, like, It was about Monday, to go out, yeah. And then they was like, nah, we canceled. Like, it literally nigga. was like a Saturday afternoon where they was like, yeah, we need to cut that out. They not loving that. Bro, this is, this is it. <laughs> Yo, this is phenomenal. I think it's like chapter 12 when they get to the shits. <laughs> oh, well, the nigga. And <laughs> we, we know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Heard about what happened, dog. I didn't expect. Damn, this is going to sound funny. Okay. But fucked up. I didn't expect to laugh. <laughs> Yo, this nigga's a wild nigga, okay? Yo, Yo OJ's a wild nigga. <laughs> I just say that. This motherfucker goes like, he gonna sit in it. He gonna get in the karate stance. Yo. <laughs> like, talk about, like, yo. So, wild nigga. You know, up until quarantine, I never was on Twitter. And then I started the This Week in Culture Twitter page. I don't tell nobody, but I go look at OJ tweets every day. Because <laughs> you know, the nigga's hilarious. You know, he's free free now. Yeah, he over free. His nigga. parole is over now. That was like two weeks ago. He was yeah. officially, yeah, out on bail, fresh out of jail. Thank you. Thank California you. Dreaming. Hey, literally. <laughs> step on the scene here in bitches screaming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, this is the insecure file. Yo. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Issa, we sorry. <laughs> we going to get back. I um, Issa live last night. And I hate that I'm finna call this episode hearing bitches screaming. <laughs> but that's just, that's just what it's got to be, dog. There's a lot of screaming in this episode. Hey, um. You hopped in the live last night. Yeah. Okay. I, I had to let her know that, you know, this week in culture got the, the greatest insecure pod out there. Fact. Issa, we love you. That's a fact. Um, I popped that through there a few times. Hey, Issa, we really fuck with you. And I'm so fucking happy that you pulled this out last night. This episode was. Oh, man. Pause. Pause, Issa. Pause. I never want you to think that that's how we coming at you. <laughs> I would never, never, no. <laughs> we never want you to pull this out. No, no, no. I would never lean at Issa, dog. Never. Look, what Jay's doing behind the scenes is his business, nigga. I would never lean at Issa. Yeah, we, we also oh, shit, we also got other gifts. Hold up, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay, we got instructions on how to open this. Hold up. Smaller one first. All right. Okay, uh-oh. Uh-oh, we got some... This nigga did not follow the instructions. Oh, I thought... I, oh, no, shit. no, it's one... Is, is, you got to go further in oh, the bag. Oh, I didn't... Okay. I didn't, I didn't go on that side. Okay. Okay. Okay, now we got the socks. Let me make sure they're the right size. Yes, they are. We got the beer can socks. When you hear that can... And you know what? We, we cracking these cans today, man. Yo, yo, you know, I ain't never seen no shit like this before. Nah, nah. They go talk, talk on there. Yeah, yeah. Like you ain't never potted before. <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Big G, and the G stands for glam. Oh, <laughs> oh! Shout your socials out. Well, your Twitter. Well, they had those cans and boxers, but I didn't know if that would be appropriate. To get so, us draws? No, I appreciate that. <laughs> I call Shay from Chicago. I'm like... Shout out to the homie Shay, <laughs> man. What do you think about this? She was like, it'll be funny, but they had socks. So. 
This is super fucking Now, dope. this is awesome. Funny? When y'all hear that can crack, y'all about to get the early can crack because we got a guest in the building, man. When y'all hear that can crack, that mean your man back. That mean insecure back. Yeah, so do we do we do that that Blackberry letter? Because it's kind of, it's relationship. Oh. It's insecure-ish. We definitely insecure. So I'm we glad can, you brought that, that up. going to waste that can crack. No, no, no. That can crack will not be wasted on a non-Blackberry letter. Where it go? Where it go? Here we go. Oh, shit. I cracked the wrong can. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> we still here with her. All right. This week's Blackberry letter is brought to y'all by the motherfucking listeners and the fans of This Week in Culture, man. We appreciate y'all. Send all your gifts. Shout out to the uh, BMF dude that got hacked and asked us for the cash app yesterday, and I thought we was finna get paid. Shout out to... Travis Scott. Shout out to Travis. Oh, that's discontinued. So these will be the last ones we drink around God, this bitch. Damn it, I should have left them. I damn near might save mine now. Two years from now, that bitch might be worth something. All right, man. The letter goes as such. My boyfriend proposed to me today at the movies. I didn't let him finish proposing because, number one, I thought it was a joke. Number two, I immediately thought, seriously, at the movies? We had discussed how I wanted to get proposed to. I just wanted to look decent and, like, have a professional photographer or at least someone there to take pictures, and I wanted to look a little more elegant. I told him this. He instead proposed to me after mostly everyone left the theater and the staff was next to us picking up trash? Five question marks. Trash? 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 Um, but I felt like I should have said yes, because that's also how I felt in the moment. My heart was racing. I was so happy thinking about it. And he explained while on one knee that he chose the movies because it's our thing. We also go to, we always go to the movies. It's our thing to do. And that warmed my heart. I don't know if that makes sense. I just don't know if I'm wrong or something. Please help me. I'm sad and disappointed now. I feel like the whole proposal thing is going to suck the second time around. Will I feel those happy feelings again? <laughs> Yo, baby girl. <laughs> Get the fuck out Yo, of here. Yo, baby girl. <laughs> you didn't tell me one happy feeling you felt. Now you want to know if you're going to feel them again. My nigga, who said there's a second time around? They must have went to see Candyman. <laughs> that Yo, was not, no. Who theme song? Somebody TV show said something about the second. Step by step. Step by step, day by day. No, some, not some, that. A second it's time so- around. They say that. It's at the end of the hook. Yeah, but no, something more recent. Okay, well, I don't know. Damn. It, it ain't the author of this letter, dog. She ain't getting a second time around, nigga. So listen. Yo, if I'm dog, I'm at the crib. So listen. Chilling. I mean, I've seen a proposal happen exactly the opposite of uh, the way that the person said they wanted to be proposed to. Uh, they still got married, <laughs> and they still <laughs> and they still married, and they still happy ever after. But, like, so I can, I can understand you wanting it a certain way. Okay. But, but guess what? This not yours. Um, this is it's the Lord's. <laughs> uh, all right, let we we have a a woman in the building, so I'll ask while you're here, because I know what the fuck we gonna say. <laughs> but being proposed to, you had this conversation with your dude. You let him know what you would like to happen. If he does essentially the opposite of that, but he's still proposing. You still feel all the feels. Like she said she was. She said she claimed she felt it in her heart. Right. So if you still get all the feelings, but it wasn't what you asked for, are you saying no? 
Absolutely not. If I love this man, you know, at the end of the day, it needs to be special and meaningful. And he gave you an experience. Um, and I think that she's wrong in this situation. He did what he <clears throat> thought would be meaningful. Because at the end of the yeah. day, you want your proposal to be meaningful. Yeah. Like, um, if I bought two movie tickets and a ring <laughs> in the same month, I have no money left. <laughs> <laughs> The movie tickets is as much as the ring, nigga. That's two rings. If I'm going to propose at the movie theater, though, yeah, I'm going to do it differently. Yeah. Like, I'm going to buy an ad at the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put throw it on the screen. Yeah. All I that shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Picking up trash or, I mean, like, we, yeah. we, we, we this week in culture, we ran out movie theaters all the I time. I mean, that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, He might have, like, I've seen they might have got there late, and I then maybe couldn't do it again until the lights came on. Where this was some big player shit. Right? Okay. I seen a nigga online. He ran out of the theater. Flew the person's whole family there. Okay. They was all in the theater with the lights out. Oh, and she ain't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They came in, quote, unquote, late, right? Yeah. So then the lights popped on, and then they did the whole thing. And when everybody turned around, like, it's a whole fucking family. I like that one. uh, Big player. I feel like me and you talked about this before, that one where dude, like, did the trailer. Like, the trailer was, like, him, like, running through the streets on some Spider-Man type shit. And then at the end of the trailer, he pops out. But instead, he popped into the movie theater and mm-hmm. walked up to a girl and proposed, man. So it's definitely a more player way to do this shit. But, but what if I'm not a player? I'm a regular man, nigga. I'm I'm not a player. I just crush a lot, nigga. I don't. He he might be that dog, and more. He might not have no fucking money, bro. Like or like whatever you want. It might have cost photographers cost. Jay, you a photographer? You doing that for cheap? No. Yeah. Um, unless you're my friend. Yeah. Uh, but like, it seems like what you had in mind was the show. Yeah, I want to be able to put this on the internet. I want to do all this yeah. shit for the show. I want to grind it, bro. My man want to just marry you. Yeah, that's oh, your thing, man. Yeah. Ain't that crazy? How you just want to marry a motherfucker? What just does some it, simple shit? Like, if there's anything that the man has control over in the marriage, mm-hmm. it's only the proposal. Everything yeah. else is yeah. is not my control. It's bridezilla time after that. Huh? I feel like I even I need. The ring that I got you is the one that you wanted anyway, right? Because you don't. Sometimes you may freestyle, but you ask the homegirl, and you you already know. Yeah, like, I just feel like no matter what, when you tell me no on that proposal, I'm never asking you to marry me again. 100%. It's all because if you don't want to marry me, our relationship can't continue. Because I was trying to move forward and do like we, go upward. Do we understand that men like? I know yeah, this feelings. Is a, a foreign concept, but like want to get married too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and I have an idea of what it's gonna be like when I propose to yeah. somebody. Like Man. that matters to me too. You get the wedding, you get the, you get everything. Yeah. Can I propose? And then it's like, wow, that's such a dope like proposal or engagement anniversary. Y'all go to movies every year. Like you had like some shit set in stone that y'all do every fucking year from now till eternity, dog. Like. But now, it's Sully. Now, I don't even want to go to the show with you. Fuck marrying you. We not going to the show no more. You don't get to see uh, The Matrix. You done now. Nigga, battle COVID, dude. Hey, to- come on, dog. Imagine beating COVID. Imagine getting on the internet about the, the second time around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I feel like the whole proposal thing is going to suck the second time around. Well, <laughs> you better suck a lot for, <laughs> for it to be a second proposal, goddammit. Nah, the first, nah, he he need to go get the sucky and still leave, man. 
Like, get your last sucky in. Make her yeah. think it's going to be a proposal. Like I had a receipt I, out. I can't ask you to marry me. You say no, and I still be with you. Yeah. I watched the, um, it's funny. We're going to talk about her when we get over to the pod. Unless uh, I, like, like marry me after I fucked up. That's different. Well, yeah. Man. Um, Lauren from Power. Yeah. Uh, she has a holiday movie with, with Romeo Miller. And he was her boyfriend, and he proposed like seventeen say, Who the fuck times. Is Romeo Miller. Yeah, yeah, but. Lil Romeo. That nigga proposed like seventeen times throughout the movie. She just kept telling him no, and then by the end, she finally said yeah. She had a whole like fucked up backstory. I was adopted. I don't know myself. I don't know my family. <laughs> nigga, do you want to marry me, bro? Being adopted. Like I never really cared about the whole proposal. Like I get it. You want. To do it somewhere not with butter and nacho cheese on the floor. I'm not mad at that. You know I fuck with nachos. I love nachos. And you know I fuck with popcorn. Facts. So. I mean, come on, dog. Maybe I'm taking dog advice and I'm proposing at the movies with nachos and popcorns. I don't know. Here's the thing. I hope he did it while it was still dark. So when she said no, he could slide. Now you ain't got to take her home. Just leave her. You're supposed to just drive to the crib together. Yeah. Leave her with the uh, custodial niggas. So how'd you like the movie? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going on the way home. We talking about the new Spider Man. It's a wrap for that, dog. Um, when I propose, you got one answer, and the answer is yes. And if it's not yes, you getting left where you stand, man. And I'm taking a ring back immediately. I don't care if they're close. Or I might write a book. If I did it, <laughs> if I did it, if I did it, that's, that's her book. She, yeah. If I did it, yeah, like, no, nah, yes, you should. So can I ask you guys a question? What's yeah. up? If and when you decide you want to get married, okay, do you want a public grandiose thing or private, like wedding or proposal? Proposal. My answer is no for both. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I know what you were asking. Uh, for the proposal, speak. I'm I'm speaking for me. I'm not speaking for Shorty. Uh. Me, I'm the type of dude that I literally might just wake up and decide, all right, I'm just leave the ring next to your head and go make breakfast. And when you find it, I'm going to ask you. Now, clearly, I'm not going to do that now because I just potted it. You know, but, just wake up in the morning like, hey, you want to go get married? Right. Yeah, like, but I'm 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 on that level of simple and that level of personal. Okay. Um, But if, unlike dude, if she said she had a, a specific way that she wanted things to go, I'd at least try to meet her. In the middle, um, okay. between what I'm comfortable with and what she's looking to do. Because to Jay's point, after the proposal, it's pretty much all y'all um, outside of my tux. I'm, my tux been picked out for 20 speaking, years. Speaking so. of proposals and everything, man, shout yeah. out to my homeboy, uh, Jay Grant, who proposed last night. Shout out fact. to the boy, man. Oh, shit. And there, the- was, there was not a no, so applause. Oh, no, no. First of all, she better the fuck not have said no. Um Hey, man, Jay, congrats, bro. That's major, dog. Hey, man, that's a good way to start the fucking Insecure Pie, bro. Absolutely. I love that, man. Shout out to the bro, Jay. Um, shout out to his fiance now. They whole family. That's a big deal, dog. Um, if she had told him no, Jay, I got a book. <laughs> Just saying, if you ever, if you heard it, I got a book that'll help you out, man. Uh, yeah, Jay, to, your, to the question that Crystal asked, grandiose or low-key? Yeah, you see. He tried to slide out of Somewhere in between. Somewhere in between that? Yeah, I'm like, like, I don't need to make a production of it because, like, so if it's grandiose, it's going to be, like, with my friends and family, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't don't need strangers. (laughs) So that's, I think that's where I get kind of caught up with the wedding and the proposal in my head. Like, when when we count, like, real friends, family members we actually close with, 
the list ain't that long to be half grandiose. Of, half of me want to get married and don't tell nobody for a whole year. And, like, let me enjoy my wife without any kind That's of that Kiera Shear. Ex- expectations. They got married like during that. quarantine and then had Faith sing at the one-year anniversary and made it look like that was the wedding. Yeah, like, I don't – because, like, it's a lot of – Oh, when y'all gonna do this? When y'all gonna mm-hmm. do this? And y'all none of this? And it, yeah. like, yo, let me just enjoy my. And don't wife. ask me shit. Like that's the other thing. Like I'm, I ask her. Y'all don't ask me shit. Like that's the the way this should go, bro. Don't ask me no questions about what I plan on doing with my future wife, because I'm gonna do it how we're comfortable doing it. Um, but I'm not gonna be told no. I just want to throw that out there, <laughs> nigga. Like, but be perfectly honest. Uh, it really depends. How I'm feeling that day. I do some spur of the moment shit though. Yeah. Man. So like. We had to, we had to, we doing a, damn, Joe did that already. Well, we could be at our live podcast. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Being fucking uh, at the Fox or some shit. And I mean, Joe stole a lot of shit from us. We stole one thing from Joe Budden. That's bro. a fact. You know what I'm saying? But now I can't do it. <laughs> Nigga stole Times Square. He stole yeah. a live pod. Like, bro, I can't. I started doing the shit. I do a fucking flash mob. I wanted to get somebody mm. a flash mob. Cause that shit is wild. Yeah, you be somewhere, motherfucker, just start getting just bust dancing. out dancing with a routine. I used to watch Yo, that shit. Yo, a like, Detroit flash mob where everybody just start jitting and and throwing the blade, and throwing the blade, <laughs> and then like that last ice would you go down to your knee? Would like, you oh my god, boss up marry, and me. marry me! Oh my god, <laughs> boss up and marry That's me. That's actually sweet. Hopefully, Yo. my my future wife ain't listening. No, mine is, and <laughs> I, I literally can't do any of the shit we talking about. So, <laughs> y'all cut the mic and keep spilling ideas. <laughs> um, yo, man, to the brother that asked her that at the movies, I hope your next girl appreciates you, fam, because uh, this one don't, and she I don't deserve what the movie you. Was it had to be something that like made her mad? Because I feel like women just say yes even when they don't want to marry the nigga. So this had to like put her in a bad space. Uh, so if if I ask you to marry me in public. You, you should say yes. We'll talk about it in the car. Yeah. <laughs> if, like, if you had a like, real you know, issue. No, let's, right. I just said yes. So. Yeah, but what's, so you can that's tell what's, everybody I cheated after after I proposed. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about that for a minute, dog. Right. She said in the letter, I had all the feelings. I felt all the things. Like, everything was there internally. But it didn't look the way I wanted it to look. Because you crazy. Yo, Instagram fucks y'all up, bro. Instagram, Twitter, social media, whatever. Start all the shit. Y'all niggas is fucked up, dog. Because if you felt everything you thought you were supposed to feel when the man you want to marry asked you to marry him, and then you said no because it ain't looked the way you wanted it to look, you ain't have a photographer there to capture the moment, motherfucker, you done went viral from writing this shit online. Nigga, you clearly didn't need a photographer there to capture this moment, bro. You could have went online and said, yo, I'm engaged. Do a photo shit with the nigga on his knee and doing, like, fam. Yeah, go get dressed, go to a cleaner venue. At minimum, turn the lights on in the movie theater because and redo what, it. Because guess what's happened, which is fucking irritating, right? You're the photographer. Uh, you do all those. You take all the pictures. Like, now I got to edit these motherfuckers. Man. You know what I'm saying? Imagine editing in the half-lit movie theater while they clean it up. And it's like, so what, you want me to edit, like, right now? Yeah. You want me no. to take pictures of y'all in the dark? Because what's going to happen is the only pictures that's going to make it to the internet are the ones you took on your cell phone anyway. Yeah, yeah. And she even said, like, a photographer, at least somebody that take pictures. So you was cool with cell phone pictures, which means we could bust this selfie. Bow. Happy fucking engagement, dog. Take the picture of your ring, which is all you want to do in the first place. The nigga never my, makes it in there. I do kind of want my shit recorded, though. Yeah. I would probably set the shit up myself, like. If I set the tripod up, it's probably going to be for the after proposal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Film the post proposal. <laughs> when you get that yes, <laughs> record. Oh, man. Um, 
Yeah, I I don't know what to tell homie, man. I if he ask again, God bless that brother, dog. Because what if he asks again and she say no again? Like, nah, it still wasn't like do it right her. Nah, at that point, assault and battery. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't fucking know. Oh man, um, I feel like I had another little. Little letter I screenshot real quick that I wanted to go I've come, over. I've come to the the I got I come to a conclusion. What's that? Uh, that crystals is the Kevin Samuels for women. I was like, who me? Yo, well, I was like, she right here. <laughs> <laughs> she right here. No, I was like me. Crystals. Mm-hmm. Uh, she clearly hates men. And um, hey, all that all the, the think pieces that yeah. Kevin get like yeah. I, do one on her. Yeah, no, they won't. Stay love her pod. That's the thing. Ain't she calls. the? Uh, well, yeah. You already know how that go. You got the, you got you you got a protected class. Yeah, in, y'all mm-hmm. wrapped up. But like, I I just wanted to throw that out there because this is the other one I wanted to read real quick. And we gonna get into the insecure episode. LOL, am I being shallow? Am I being shallow if I don't pay this man forty dollars? We went out last night. The place he wanted to go, I didn't want to go. So he said. Come over here, we can drink, smoke hookah, and no one has to spend any money. So I said, okay, whatever. I went over there, we had drinks and hookah, then I said I was hungry. He said, okay, and he drove us to the exact place I said I didn't want to (laughs) go. He says, follow his lead. But the door person didn't know him and wouldn't let us in (laughs) without paying. So he looked at me to pay the $25. I did because I wasn't about to be embarrassed. We sit down. I ordered my food. The music was so loud, I didn't know what he ordered. I went to the bathroom and came back. My wings were at the table. He ordered wings and a hookah. When the bill came at the end of the night, I'm like, I didn't smoke no hookah. I told you I didn't want one. I didn't even want to come here. He angrily paid the bill, which I was willing to pay for our food, but he paid, and then we got... no. (laughs) Look, he paid, and when we got in the car... He said the fucking bill was $76, and he used his last and asked me to cash up him $40 for the food. Then and niggas then he, really do ask for $40 and shit. And then he sent the cash app request. <laughs> is she wrong? Hell no, you're not being shallow. You're not wrong. What is shallow? I mean, maybe. You're not shallow for not paying. The word she wanted it was petty. You're and still you're not, not being that petty. Either, no, but. you're not being nothing. You didn't want to go over there. The nigga said, come to my house. Let's smoke and drink over here. You went over there. Y'all still ended up at the club. Now, that was your fault because you got hungry. Nigga was chill. He was cool chilling at the crib. They didn't go to the club till she said she was hungry. So once we at home. Drinking, yeah, we're not going out. Like, I ordered something to come. Like, I don't. We don't oh, he ain't had an Uber Eats. But, like, you don't, you don't take the, the end goal <laughs> yeah. is to be at home. Mm-mm. You don't leave. Yeah, no. That's like putting a rubber back in the thing. Unless the whatever your goal was completed. Oh, then we can go grab something to eat. But, yeah. like, that's not, we don't do that. Yeah, he definitely went backwards. But once she said she was hungry, dog, at that point it was fair game. Why are you requesting to go to a place where you can't afford? It's $75. Hey, man. You don't have $75, $75 American dollars? For two orders of wings and a hookah actually sound like a place I need to be. And I don't even like hookah, but I know how much two orders of wings cost. And why does nigga got an in-home hookah? Oh, ladies, real quick advice. Nigga got a hookah at the crib. Go back to your house. Go home. Go home. Matter of fact, go to your dad's house. Stay protected for the night, dog. Like, make sure dog ain't around you. Um, No, you're not petty. You're not wrong. I thought that shit was funny, though, because that nigga sent her the $40 cash app request, man. All right, dog. 
Let's get into it, man. Insecure episode nine, season five. Fucking phenomenal, dog. It really was, dog. White buffs, if I ever seen a pair of white buffs. This shit was great. Like, this was up there in the, the pantheon of insecure episodes. Yeah, like, it was. This was, oh my God, bro. Um, It had everything. You had violence. You had drugs. You had laughter. Laughter. We had. Uh, it was babies, so it was a family episode. Tense. It was tense. Oh, it was tension all the way through this episode. It was bro. Lev- like it was. It was light. It was everything. Because from the beginning, even the tension they set when they was walking through the crib, looking at the joint, man. Uh, let's just talk about it, man. Yeah. Off top, the episode started with Issa and Nathan walking around. They looking at a crib now. When did you think this was? Cause Thought it jumped in the future? Because I couldn't tell. That, that place looking too nice for y'all It right didn't. <laughs> okay. I wrote it on the Facebook group, but I'm going to say it here. Nate live in a little crib with crates as the nightstand. That's fine. I'm not judging it. Issa, you only can afford your crib because you get half off rent because you the super. That's fine. I'm not judging it. Everybody hustles, B. How y'all buying this big-ass house, though? Like, when did we jump here a month later, dog? And it didn't sound like she took the NBW thing. It sounded like she was still, when she mentioned, like, it's walking distance from Crenshaw. I'm like, so is you doing the NBW no, or the Crenshaw? No, she said, I can catch the the train to MBW and is walking and walking distance, distance to Crenshaw. So right. my brain, so I was like, so maybe she can, doing what we I'm thought. Like, you can do both. Cause you can do both, dog. Why wouldn't you? Um, but I at least appreciated that the the realtor, the agent said. They would be renting the crib. She said, I rented this out five minutes ago. Then it made at least a little more sense to me. Because I was like, y'all niggas not ready to buy a home, dog. The rent going to be higher. The rent going to be high as fuck. Higher than the mortgage. Definitely. Because I couldn't rent it if it's less. But y'all couldn't have got the loan for the home in L.A., dog. But um, while they were walking through the crib, there was a couple weird things being said. Um, Weird thing number one to me. When Issa was like... Yo, peace out. Don't try to leave quietly. You ain't We stand by. Yeah, you can't dip out like Jay. Hey, we really appreciate the gifts, man. Thank you. Have a Merry Christmas. Love you too, man. Thank you so much. All right, man. Um, Issa and Nate walking around the crib. She goes, oh, man, the second bedroom. It could be an office. It could be a guest room. I was waiting for one of them niggas to say a, a, a baby room and do that little Yeah, awkward. I ain't want them to do that. I was going to punch a nigga in But the then face. it got kind of equally, well, not equally awkward because that baby shit is hella awkward. But they still kind of got awkward because she was like, it could be a little cool off room for when we get, when we beefed out. And I'm like, y'all relationship ain't really tight enough to just jump to beefed out scenario. I know it ain't fucking, she ain't mean it like that, but it was like, but Nate cleaned it up. He was like, nah, cause if you in another room, how are we going to have makeup sex? Cool. Then they go to the bathroom. She like, Oh, look at the little mini bathroom. You can go in here and shave, do whatever you do with the toilet. And he was like, I don't know what kind of men you've been living with. Awkward silence. <laughs> Then she tried to save it, talking about her brother, nigga. Oh, yeah, uh, Amal be... Low-key, it's been a few niggas she lived with. Fam. You live with Daniel. Lawrence. Daniel. Uh, motherfucker. Your brother. I'm just saying. For a couple niggas, not a few. Yeah, but still, though. Um, <sighs> The weirdness when that nigga said, I don't know what type of man you've been living with, it just let me know where this episode was headed, dog. Like, that was... Because it wasn't even, like intentional like you could tell he was saying something mad innocent and then walked himself into a corner talk 
I hate that as a comeback for pretty much everything. Yeah, yeah. And when people are like, I don't, I don't know, know what kind of, I don't know what kind of women you deal with. I don't know what kind of men you deal with. Oh, I'm, let me guess, you're different from every other person. All of them. You, yeah. No, you're you're so different. You're literally online posting group think pieces every day. Y'all repost the same thing and swear y'all different. Thursday affirmation. Man, <laughs> y'all don't even share y'all own thought your own thoughts no more online. All y'all do is find people who say something that you wish you would have thought. Something that aligns with the character that you would like to portray. Yeah, and then you repost it. And then a thousand of y'all repost it. And then all y'all tell me y'all different. Okay, cool. Um, me and Shorty had a real good convo about this the other day, man. Because at the end of the day, most of this shit, like the meme pages and them Justin LaBoy type pages where niggas is putting the scripts up and all that shit, all that type shit, that's groupthink. That's groupthink. And y'all love it. But at the end of the day, you don't really think like that. He thought like that, or whoever he took the post from thought like that, whoever the original fucking person oh, nigga, was. I'm doing this shit for the algorithm. Hey. I know there's a... If I wanted to be the, um, the nigga who give all the women the, the, mm-hmm. the quote-unquote good advice or the good... Power, you don't hey. think I can do that shit if I wanted to? Like, Man, that's I know the, what that shit's supposed to sound like. It's the easiest way to go viral, dog. It just is. But... You know, that ain't what niggas aspire to be, man. Yeah. I I personally, you get on my, my Facebook, see the shit I post on there. I like my original thoughts, nigga. That's just me. That's just what I fucking go through, man. I, I prefer to think like me. But whatever. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. Fast forward. We see Molly and Torian. Instantly loved it, man. Torian got promoted to partner at the firm. Yo, that was an awkward scene. That scene was fucking awkward as shit because he was being so weird. Like, he ain't want to say it. Like, I didn't know. I was like, oh, this is what's going to do it. Yeah. He going to, because he called her Carter. Yeah. I'm like, yo. You I was like, to- she going to hate that he fronted on her. Yeah. But then I thought about it when I watched it again. I'm like, maybe he knew if I say this, she's going to want to. Embrace and do the celebratory clean, thing. That and was he, a good cleanup, though. She did clean it up. Like, y'all get in here and hug this man. Yeah. Like, I, I loved it. It was the Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they was like, oh, they fucking? Yeah, yeah they fuck definitely. Um, you know, when you be fucking somebody at work, you not low. <laughs> no, never low. Look, never I was, low. was in a whole relationship with somebody, and mm-hmm. I left my job because I didn't want it to get out. Yeah. And uh, I ran into, like, my boss. After I left, yeah. uh, I ran into my boss. She was like, yeah, I ran into such and such. Mm-hmm. How is she doing? I was like, she was like, yeah, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought I was low. She's like, nigga, you're not low. I, I like, kicked I it even... with a girl that I worked with back in like 2007, 8, uh, when I first moved to Atlanta. And um, it was a small agency, dog. So I kind of knew that we couldn't really be low. But then in a meeting, my boss just ran, because me and my boss was cool. And she just randomly was like, you and Michelle are dating, right? And so I just jumped into my shit, nigga, talking about Molly with the save. I was like, why you say that? Because we black? <laughs> and the whole conference room just got quiet, and nobody ever asked me about the girl again. <laughs> so it worked out. Um, but that said, the scene kept setting the stage for the awkwardness, dog. And I was loving it because I'm like, I know what we're building to. We knew just from the preview what this episode was really going to be about. So then we saw Lawrence and Chad. Yo, man, we needed more Chad this season. Crystal said Chad always gives bad advice. This nigga ain't said a bad thing yet. I don't think Chad said any fucking thing bad. I think Lawrence, specifically this episode, interpreted it in a manner that, eh, I don't know that Lawrence felt like that. I think when Chad told Lawrence he ain't fight for it, 
Lawrence felt like he had to prove something. Right. And Chad is matter of factly. Now, I'm just yeah. gonna tell you the facts. I'm not no sugarcoating, bro. I'm like, not telling you what to do or if uh-uh. you should do like, yo, nigga, you ain't fight for all nigga. Y'all should be good. Dog, Lawrence acting weird. He talking about he don't want to go to the fucking party because Issa gonna be there. They really her friend. No, nigga, Derek is your friend. Don't don't sit up there and do that. More importantly, nigga. But when so this be the tough part. Okay. If Issa and Tiffany mm-hmm. were friends, and I'm friends with Derek, that's my real life friend. Mm-hmm. But because our mates used to be together. Yeah, yeah. So like, are we real life friends? And no matter what. <laughs> 20 years from now we gonna be friends or was we friends because of the convenience factor of I'm gonna see y'all at every event yeah I some think, friends end up being lifelong yeah through those situations and some of them don't I think this is I feel like everybody's been in a situation where they knew they were going to an event where they would run into an ex or an old flame might not have been an ex but somebody you hollered at <sighs> The overanalyzing of it will make shit worse, dog. And that's, that's what Lawrence thing. is doing in the beginning, man. He 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 thinking too much. This is a going away part. This literally ain't about you, bro. And I feel like him making it about him is how we got to that end scene in the first place. Because he couldn't, once that nigga got started, like when he first saw Issa at the event, that nigga mind was full blown, I have to do this, dog. Like, I got to make a statement, nigga. What we was just talking about, I got to do something grandiose. You been in that position where you got old flames in the same building? Uh yeah. Yeah. Um I think when you do that uh and we're going to get to what Issa did. I think Issa didn't really do the greatest job of preparing Nate for the situation as is by not saying, "Hey, like he moved back not for me, but or not even like cuz she don't know why he moved back. She ain't talked to him. I heard he moved back a little while ago. Something like that. Mean- when Nate was like, "He came all the way down here for this?" She should have yeah, I heard he moved back. Like, something. She ain't get that nigga nothing real confident to lean on. Like, like, why the fuck you care? You don't even know him. Matter of fact, you don't know either of these niggas. So, here was the other thing, right? So, like, it's mad coupley at this going away party, dog. And I was, I get it, man. We grown. Everybody fucking mid-30s plus. All my friends is married. Or engaged. Hey, <laughs> it's kind of hard to go to these types of things, especially when there are mutual friends between the couple to not go with your partner, your spouse, your whoever, dog. So I get it, but it was also just like, y'all niggas was mad. T- so the conversation Issa had with Condola in the kitchen, not necessarily the shit that they said, but just the tone of how they, it was kind of awkward at first, but then it was more like, yo. I thought condolences was going to say, you know we ain't together, right? So that's the other part about Issa that I think she still thinks. She thinks they're together. Has thought it from the beginning. Like, literally saw he move back. She convinced herself that she was right last season when he first told her Condola's pregnant. Oh, so now y'all getting back together? They literally aren't, dog. Condola don't even like the nigga, bro. Why they move like that, though? <sighs> like, what? Lawrence, like, y'all know y'all not together, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so y'all don't have to stand together. Like, no one Yo, knows who Condola is. Condola worked like, with well, Tiffany. Like, she worked. She has her own relationship with Tiff. She's the reason Lawrence knows Condola. Tiffany is so. Y'all don't. You could have been there, Dolo. I don't know why y'all brought the baby. Condola know two people there. Facts. Tiffany and Issa. Facts. Like, and Derek. You don't gotta 
staying next to her. Yeah. All these, you know, everybody Move here. around, dog. Tiffany Parents' house was big as shit. Either, when Move you, around. When you got the baby, go take the baby around your fucking niggas and shit like, yo, what's up, this little man? So I think like, that even added a little bit more to the tension. Y'all brought the baby. So now, y'all walk in and it looks like, oh, here comes the family. Y'all ain't even together, but y'all moving like y'all together. So Issa's attitude later in the night when Lawrence confesses love and all that, I feel like came from, yo, nigga, ain't you with Condola? Like, I feel like that's kind of where her mind is at. Like, yeah. nigga, you she got a girl. Like, even though she heard that they wasn't doing good, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. y'all may be on the outs. But y'all rocking together, because I seen y'all come in together. Like, she didn't told herself what their relationship is, and I feel like that set the tone for her attitude yeah. when, when he talked to her. Um, for Lawrence, this was all pride and ego, dog. Lawrence took an L last night, bro. Lawrence Hive took an L last night, bro. I felt bad watching my nigga go out like that. He did too much, dog. Did too much, bro. He did, right? He did a lot, right? Like she took that step. That nigga, like, hopped over. Like, wait, don't go nowhere. Like, I'm still talking to you type shit. I get it. Uh. He did do a lot. This is the last time you're ever going to see her, though. Because that's in my brain. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, when am I going to run into you? You know what I'm saying? When you called me, yeah. I called back. You didn't say nothing. Yeah. Right? Um, shit, I called back. You ain't answered. Right. Yeah. From your mans, y'all about to move in together. Yeah. Um, I felt like there was something I should have said to you before. Nigga, this is literally my last time I can ever say this to you. When, where am I? So, like, yes, you took an L. But, shit, you got to take an L in love sometimes. Hey, man. That's why I begin with L. He took it. <laughs> and so do Lawrence. <laughs> you see? L, um, L, cool. <laughs> Ladies love Lord. Hey man. Um, but like so, no, it did. It did not. Did that? That did not play out smooth. It didn't. So I also thought again, man. Going back to that that letter that we just read, it's a play a way to do everything you're doing, dog. And Lawrence ain't necessarily ever came off to me like he know to play a way to do shit. But nigga, you had to be from the barbecue argument. Him and Nate was doing too much with that. Nigga. It was insecure. Insecurities like a mother, and I'm glad. So the actor that played Nate, Kendrick Sampson, he said that on a little wind down. I saw. Um, like nigga, the insecurities came out, bro. Like that nigga Lawrence asked Derek, "What you gonna miss most?" Derek said, "Barbecue, Mexican, and China, and sushi." And I jumped in for no reason other than to fucking make my stance known. I'm from Houston. I know better barbecue than you, L.A. nigga. Bro, nobody was even talking to you. You ain't even really in this little circle right here. These niggas fuck with each other. You only over here because you a guy. You're literally, Tiffany asked, hey, can I talk to the girls for a minute? Y'all niggas shoot. Go over there. That's why I hate going to events when I don't know niggas. Oh, my God, because now it's weird. You setting me up with niggas I don't know. Or I hate going to an event or, like, when you when your lady want to introduce her to they, her guy friends. Like, I don't know these niggas. And, and what if like, the niggas is not my type of niggas? Not, yeah. not that they corny or nothing, but they just not my kind of dudes. I just don't know y'all yet. Yeah. And I don't necessarily want to know y'all. Yeah. Not because, like, I just don't. I don't want You know to. what's funny, man? Relationships, like, it's a lot of shit. With relationships that, like, you don't, you aren't prepared for. Like, you aren't prepared to have to, like, deal with her couple friends. Or, shit, introducing her to your homeboys who got girls. And My nigga, it, if your mate, the woman that you love and want to be with, one of their best friends, 
mm-hmm. or they they couple friends or whatever, it's yeah. fucking irritating. And you hate them. You stuck, fam, fam. I've been fortunate enough with uh with with Shorty, one of her close friends who live here in Michigan. Um, I really like her and her husband, and like I thank God for that, dog, because it's like. Yo, what if I didn't fuck with them? Or what if I liked your homegirl, but I thought her husband was cornball? Dude? Yeah. Like, that fucks me up, because I know we're going to have to kick it with these people. And if I don't want to do that, like, man. Or you ever had uh, where your homeboys didn't like your girl? I don't think so. Yeah. I've never, fortunately, I've never had to experience that. But, like, what if? And they never though? told me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, a hey, big facts. Um, But, like, what if you had to go through that, man? Like, your niggas tell you, yo, man. Brought your girl around last weekend at the party. That was cool, but uh, yeah, me and the wife wasn't really wasn't really rocking with her like that, man. She said something like that would be awkward as fuck. So I'm very I'm like to, I was like, yo, shoot her some bill. Yeah, I get her together. You and so I saying? feel like for dudes, we can probably work our way around that a yeah. little bit easier. But for women, like fam, Tiffany, Molly, all of them really. Nate, you can't come back from this, dog. You just made a fool of yourself. I get it. Lawrence was involved, too. But Lawrence got a little base. The the man here is my friend. So I can talk my way through this with a good apology, dog. Nate, this was your first time being around everybody. You kind of blew it, bro. And, and like, Nate, you came in with aggression. Mm-hmm. And rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Like, so if me and my lady go somewhere, I know the ex nigga is there and shit. Yeah. I take it as disrespect that you're trying to kick your game while I'm still there. Yeah. So, like, I, I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, see, like, so what's going on here? And then Nate, Nate, uh, huh. Lawrence didn't help it. Uh, he didn't help it at all. No, Lawrence was ready to go right the fuck in. Um, Lawrence came out the bag. Let's let's just play the scene, man. It's like I didn't I didn't even scare you. No, I was just uh, the trash can. La basura in Spanish. Can we talk for a minute? Why did you call me last month? Uh, that was a mistake. Like, you didn't mean to, or? No, I meant to. I just, I just shouldn't have. Okay. Because you know when you ended things, like I understood. Right? I, I had a son on the way. I was moving. But things are different now, and I, I, I'm different now. And, you know, I just, I would hate to leave here tonight knowing that I didn't say something that I should have. Like, I didn't fight hard enough for you. Lawrence, I don't know if fighting would have even mattered. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, all right? But tonight, I just, I want you to know how I feel, and I don't want to- Here? Because I, I can't do this with you right now. Are you happy right now? What? Are you happy, yes or no? Because I realize that I am not happy when I'm not with you. Because I love you, Issa. What's all this? Oh, um, I was just taking out trash. No, nah, we were having a conversation. No, we yeah. That nigga Nate. <laughs> Say you in a relationship with a nigga so whack? <laughs> Why you wanna go and do that? No. Now who is the nigga who who Ti in this situation? Though? Hey man, because uh, that's what I had to. I was thinking, who is Ti in this situation? Ooh, you know, um, look like Ti, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Lawrence said a few things in that moment before Nate even walked up. Uh, Boy, if Nate wasn't walked up, Issa said, I love you too. Oh, yeah. Oh, the it's it's loud and clear that I love you too when it came out. Um, now, she could have I loved you too and followed it up with, but but I just don't think we should be together right now. Yeah. Like I just or I'm I'm with Nathan. Like I, I'm I love Nate. Like I'm I'm with him. I love you. Always will. But I'm with him, dog. But um Lawrence said uh He said Everything Why'd you call me? Now? Why'd you call me last month? So we got a quick timeline right there. It's been one month since the girls' night. Nigga, you're this fucked up over that phone call. You've been in your head for a month trying to contemplate what that was about. <laughs> like, was it a butt dial? Was it a mistake? Did she mean to? Did she have something to say? Was she drunk? Well, well, but it's not that like I've been thinking about it for a whole entire month, but when I see her again, I do want to like, yo, hit me up. What, what you call nah, me? He about? been thinking about it. See anyone come to this party, nigga. He, this has been on his mind. Yeah, I mean, so when he asked her and she said, yo, it was a mistake, he like, well, you, you ain't mean to do it? Oh, no, I meant to do no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> I meant to do it. I just shouldn't have. I'm like, okay, I like how you say handling this right now. No. I liked it. I mean, she should have been like, no, nah, I was a butt dial. Well, yeah, I mean, if we if we ain't going honest. Well, shit, she could have went honest, honest and said, uh, we was drunk, high, talking about some shit. So I'm the person you think of when you drunk? Yeah, he could have freaked it. <laughs> like, yo, when she, when, when she drunk and she texts you, like, eh. Are you the man? Then he threw out the um the Are you happy? Is you happy? That was hey, <laughs> and she didn't answer. And even if her answer would have been yes, she didn't she say asked, it quick enough. She asked multiple times. He asked multiple times. She said what? Are you, and nigga, happy? Are you happy? Yes or no? This is simple, dog. And that nigga didn't answer. <laughs> and that told me a lot. <laughs> and right went like, yo, if I really wish, not that I wish. But like I wonder what that scene would have been like if if uh, Nate didn't walk up. And he walked in, cool, like, what's going on here? And what she said, <laughs> she said, yo, I was just taking out the trash. Dog. And what's so funny is you, when you when you look at this scene again, as hey. soon as he popped up, she got away from Lawrence and went directly to yeah. Like, she went to her man. I'm out. She went to her man. Um, and I I appreciate her doing that. Yeah, because you go go over there. You when your man walk, go over there. Get away from this nigga Lawrence right now. Lawrence on bullshit. But Lawrence, boy, no back down, nigga. No, that, we was having a conversation. That nigga said, "No, she wasn't taking out trash. We was having a conversation." Nigga, Lawrence, where you get all this? It's the last time. Hey man, like in real life, this is it. I'm not gonna see you no this more. This was his Dwayne Wayne moment. Yeah, baby, this was different world, baby. Yeah. Please. We thought that shit was well. Some of y'all didn't, but we thought that nah. shit was cute, right? Hey. Nate did what Byron wouldn't do. And he said, nigga, this is what we not finna do is you disrespect me in front of my motherfucking girl. Because I can't take a side of And this. talk around me like this. I dog. can't be like, yo, Lawrence is quote unquote right or, or wrong. And nah. Nate is wrong because they both right. No, no, no. Nate finally did what I needed Nate to do and took up for himself and his relationship. Because um, like the way we talked about it a few weeks ago when Dog checked him in the barbershop and called him crazy and all that shit, he should have blew Dog shit out. You want to see crazy? I got you, nigga. Because here's the thing. I went back uh, season four when Nate got introduced. Or I'm sorry, season three when Nate got introduced. And we saw the uh, when he got in the lift with Issa when they first met. Yeah, he always ready to scrap. 
Dog was way bigger than Nate. Yeah. And Nate was getting in his ass in that backseat, dog. Pause. So he ready with the shits, man. But I also think the reason that, like, you kind of see that anger when him and Lawrence got to push in and they was trying to separate him and break it up and all that. Then Issa came over to him, like, calm down. That nigga said, I am calm. Nate tired of fucking motherfuckers checking him or coming at him crazy. Yeah. Like, he tired of being tried, dog. He tired of y'all telling me what to do and how to act and yeah. how my emotional state is. Because y'all also, y'all think because I'm bipolar, I'm this super crazy nigga. Like, fam, no. He was disrespectful. Any nigga would do this. Facts. Same my bipolarism. If dog. I'm not doing that, I'm leaving. Fam. You can, y'all figure that shit choices. out yourself. I'm out. Here's the thing. When I walk up and I hear your old nigga tell you he love you, I ain't saying a fucking word till I hear how you respond to that. I ain't got a thing to say. I'm standing, and she wouldn't even know when I was there yet. You know, I'll probably walk up like, answer the question, East. Eh. You happy? He asked you four times, nigga. He asked you for a yes or no answer. That nigga Lawrence said, yo, I realized I'm not happy when I'm not with you. Yeah. Woo! Hey, guess what, though? That's a real thing. Hey, man. And sometimes a lot of us feel this way, but we just don't know how to get back. Star-crossed lovers, dog. Um... The fucked up part is, I feel, you remember when, whatever episode that was, I said, yo, I think, I clearly Issa cares about Nate, she might even love Nate, I don't necessarily think that she wants to be with Nate, I think that she feels like she should be with Nate, she should love Nate, Nate seems like the dude if she should she's be supposed to be, that's what she seems like she wants to do, I think Lawrence Looks at Issa the same way I said Issa look at Nate. Lawrence feel like he's supposed to be with Issa. I should be with Issa. I know I, I love Issa. Clearly, we was together five years. Clearly, I love her. We lived together. We did all the shit. We had this long. But, nigga, in reality, you thought you had one with Condola. Condola gave you a big fuck off and a kid in the same fucking year. And then I 100% think Lawrence wants to be with Issa. I don't, I don't even, even think it, he even wanted think. to be with Issa till she called him, and then he called back and she ain't answered. No, I don't think that's the case, because even Chad was like, nigga, you one of them niggas that let life happen to you. You walk around this motherfucker and allow life to happen to you. This is your normal M.O. Uh, you don't even like this shit, but you let it happen because you'd be too scared to, to say nothing, to say anything. Yeah. Like, Lawrence always been fumbling over his words and never Man. been – Secure, right? Even when he was went through his quote unquote whole phase, all that shit was kind of awkward. It wasn't until he started getting into this corporate world that you know he started trying to quote unquote be smooth. But the fucked up part though, it was just two episodes ago. Lawrence was looking at Condola with them same eyes when he was over there helping her with the shelves and all that. And then Condola wasn't giving him no burn, nigga. Condola was very fucking clear. I don't want you, nigga. I wanted this baby up out of you. Period, point blank. We stop right there. But when he was giving her them looks and he wasn't getting that energy back, that's when I feel like, okay, a phone call from Issa can change. I can pivot. I kind of wanted to see what this was like. Because when you finally getting along with your baby mom and y'all baby there and it, it feel cool and y'all have something to eat together and you playing a little airplane game, this feels like the picture-perfect moment that you thought this was going to look like. I mean, you floundering. Like, when you don't got your options there, like, you be, you be you looking for anything. And that's why, so that's how I feel like, again, we know Lawrence loves Issa. That's not a question. What Issa loves is, Lawrence. When my, when my number one option is off the table, yeah. now I'm looking for anything. And I think the number one option is still what he wants. Well, see, that's the thing. 
I don't think he know what his number one is. I think based his, off this show and what we didn't see, yeah. he one hundred percent want that woman. Issa was number one till she wasn't. Condola was number one till she wasn't. Issa was back number one when they went on that date and the art walk and all that. One the whole she. Issa broke up with him both times. Facts. He never not wanted to be with her. Did you peep that, by the way, that little callback? Uh, it was actually two callbacks I peeped from last week. The art walk is the thing Issa and Lawrence walked around at last year. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that was the same thing. And then um, Nate made a, or they made a random joke after the neighbor came over to the house during girls' night. Um, or... No, no, no. It was last week when Nate was like, uh, the neighbor came to the crib saying something about... Uh, she keeps saying like hair in the toilet or some shit like that. It random ass joke, but the callback was to that movie Bad Hair. You remember that terrible ass movie on Hulu? Um, I started watching it this weekend. <laughs> so the neighbor. Was oh from no, the, not that. One. I was watching Chris Rock's. Oh, I got you. I got you. No, no, no. The Bad Hair with Lena Waithe that and all them horrible, horrible movie. movie. But that neighbor, the little hood neighbor, um, in Issa apartment. It's a scene in there where the little bad hair ghost pops up off the toilet on her when she's about to use the bathroom. And that was a callback to that. I just want to throw that out there. Anyway, do you feel like after all the pushing and the scrambling and, and all that shit, Issa and Lawrence still have something to talk about after all this? Yeah, they have a conversation 100%. I don't know that it, it ends in y'all being together. I, don't, I think Lawrence killed any chance of it ending in that by half scrapping with her dude. You know, one thing you... I mean, they wasn't at work, nigga. This is the homie. No, no, thing. no. It ain't, it, ain't, it ain't about being at work. But one thing you never do, you're trying to get a girl to leave her dude. You don't, you don't make it about dude. You don't talk shit about dude. Like, you don't call him corny. You don't try to fight the nigga. You don't beef. You keep it focused on you and her, dog. Once Lawrence energy got big with Nate, I feel like he lost, dog. I've seen that shit work. Not saying that that's the right of go. Well, yeah, now had Lawrence whooped Nate ass, I mean, <laughs> probably but, could work because she ain't going to be with the nigga that lost. But, like, I mean, not even that. I mean, that shit, this shit's so normal. Like, this is a regular, everyday occurrence. Now, this shit look so different because it was in, I don't know, whatever, whatever nice, that's a big ass house. That was her, that her parents' house. Her parents, Tiffany parents' house. Yeah. yeah. But like, now that was, house is fucking beautiful, by the way. Um, but like, man, that's a, this is a regular, this is a regular thing that happens all the time, dog. So, yeah. uh, I don't know that that, that lost it because I've, I've seen that happen before. Yeah. Um, no one actually got into a physical altercation, but like, yo, they ended up being back together. Yeah. It's just, it's fucked up too because, with with the the events that the night was about. It's a going away party. It's the last time that they gonna see Tiffany and Derek in the way that they're seeing Tiffany and Derek or used to seeing them. Like I feel like it was such a smoother way that Lawrence could have like did this dog. Like he just came too aggressive, bro. Well, it was smooth how he was doing it. Everything was the conversation to the side over 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 ducked off. It wasn't like I'm in the middle of the party. It was just that Nate walked up at that time. And nah, then even before Nate walked up, Lawrence started panicking, dog. He went from smooth to like, because it started off smooth. And then it went to when she tried to walk away and that nigga stepped in front of her, my nigga just lost it. Nigga, he just went full born, yo, nigga, I'm begging now, dog. Now I'm Jodeci, bro. Yeah, that's what happens sometimes. <sighs> I'm not saying that's, that's not quote unquote right or yeah. wrong. It's just a thing that happens. 
so especially when you when you when you face with the reality that you know, this is the last time, this is the last chance. Whatever you thought you wanted and everything, this shit is this is is, is going down. It's circling the drain, and you trying to stop that shit. So you doing everything in your po- in your power. You coming out of character, like yo, yeah. I'm gonna go all out. I'm because he kind of like yo, I just want to make sure that I can say I did everything I can yeah. do to make this work. Yeah, like I don't want to let the day go by. Like I. I want to be satisfied with myself because, like, damn, living with them fucking what ifs is like, man, what if I had just pressure this? And what if I did this? And what if I did that? And I'm not saying that this is what you should do. Yeah. But yeah. I understand but the, it's, it's, the mindset. It's human nature. Yeah, right? 100%. Um, for Nate, Nate is done. Nate is done two ways. Um, I, I think Issa's done with Nate. Well, and I, don't I think know. Nate's done with Issa. When I say Nate is done, his ego and his pride and his his mental is going not mental on some um bipolar shit but like yeah yeah he insecure about that shit man yeah he can't he I don't think he can function because he was mad at Issa just because Lawrence was there she he giving her the shit like you all right nigga yeah I'm about to make this phone call I need to do this yeah do this. like he was awkward from the rip like I didn't even do nothing. But and that was the thing too, man. Like when the whole little you know barbecue back and forth shit started to happen, and y'all clearly was fucking barbecue was a euphemism for Issa. Um, go talk to her. Go talk not on some like tattletale shit, but just yo, man. Like what's up with your boy? You know what I'm saying? Like what's up with your man? Uh, when the last time you talked to him, man? So that nigga kind of you know he same shit he told his man when he pulled up to get the key for the barbershop. Yo, man, your nigga over there talking some slick shit, bro. And I, I just want to know what's up with him. Like, we ain't got to get into detail about what he's saying, but he trying to do something, and I don't want to go there. Like, I'm I'm just, say that to your girl. Like, like I listen. aspire to be with the woman like, who listen. I can say that to. Like, listen. Um, had a little, uh, I was in a, in a group, and me and, and your man's had some words. Yeah. Not like violent or shit like that, yeah. but I could tell it was, he was a little spicy. Yeah. And, and apparently, he still, he, he still is into you. Nigga was majorly spicy. Dog. I'm not saying that to say that you've done anything wrong, but like, yeah. it's not really the vibe I'm fucking with right now. And it's just like, yo, nigga, I, you know, again, dog, I'm here. I'm in your element. I'm with your friends. I'm already out of my space, my comfortable space, but I'm here for you with you. Make sure I'm good in this motherfucker, dog. Like, and by that, I mean, make sure I don't go turn into me and start scrapping at your friend parents' house, bro. And don't embarrass me on this motherfucker. Also that, because honestly, just keep it a buck. Once you saw the energy Lawrence was on, I need you to walk away before I even get there. Like I need, I need to be walking up, and I see you walking away. I don't need to walk up, yeah. and this nigga still being given a chance to talk. Like you shouldn't be entertaining the conversation when we were looking at homes together today. Like literally, when we have plans to look at more tomorrow. Yeah, come on, dog. Again, you talking to to Lawrence is fine. I'm not that insecure that you can't talk to the nigga, but when you saw the energy he was on. I'm I'm trusting that you're gonna get away from that. Yeah, dog. when I'm not around, you should be responding Boom. a certain way. Boom. Niggas Boom. gonna talk to you because you look good. Yeah. I understand people hey, that, gonna approach that you. That nigga specifically gonna talk to you because he in love. Yeah. I could tell that earlier when we was talking about barbecue. But I'm trusting you to get away from that shit. Yeah. Um and, and, and when a nigga asks you if you're happy with me, the answer should be immediately yes. Here's the thing. That first of all, we never got an answer. 
that in itself is a problem. But the fact that the yes, I'm happy didn't fly out your mouth, nigga. Like, fly, nigga? You should have been like, I'm happy as fuck. Dog. You an AF nigga, right? And it needed to come on, dog. <laughs> Everything is as fuck. The whole fucking, whole fucking season, every episode was as fuck, as fuck, as fuck. Bro, that, that yes should have come out of her mouth so quick. And the fact that it never came at all. So if I'm, if I'm Nate, that's what my beef is. Yeah. Right? Because, like, listen, before I said something, I was there for a few moments, mm-hmm. walking up. Mm-hmm. I heard what he asked you, and you didn't have an answer that I was waiting for. So uh, I think we need to slow down on all the stuff that we're doing because why ain't you happy? Yeah. And like, I, a matter of fact, once you say that you're not, I don't even want to ask you why you're not because now I'm, be, I'm, I'm I seem like it's not that I don't want to ask you why you're not, but now I'm about to be playing fix it, and it don't, it don't, it's not going to feel genuine. And not only why aren't you happy? He was happy this morning. Why aren't you confident about your happiness in this relationship? Like, why you can't confidently lean into, yo, I'm happy as fuck with Nate, dog. Like, we looking at cribs. We My life. Yo, when I'm with Nate, here's the thing. Can you imagine, yo. Yo, girl, hesitating. No, can you imagine your wife or your girl walking up to a conversation with you and another woman and she asks you happy and you don't say yes? Immediately. Immediately. Like, you you, you understand the kind of trouble that you would be in with your woman? Yeah. So, and like, on the reverse side, like, why don't you answer yes? You know what's wild, too? Issa, you had the view. Like, you could see the outs. You were supposed to see Nate walking up. Like you should have seen him and knew he was so far locked in. Let me in. get you locked in. Why are you locked into this? I'm not having a conversation. Now, when that combo went left with this nigga of all the niggas in this situation, and this ain't, again, to your point, hey, when I'm not with you, I trust that you're going to be able to handle these sort of moments the way that you would handle them if I were around. But the fact that if nothing else, you knew I was at the party. Damn, nigga, I'm around. Like I'm, I'm, I'm around. I might not have been next to y'all when this convo started, but I'm around. I'm around, and I don't know anybody here. Damn. So I'm actually actively looking for you. Like, oh, I, you know what I do hate. Hmm. Now sometimes I can understand it, but if I'm somewhere with my lady or some shit, we go to a function, and then you leave me and go do something else. Nigga, I don't know these people. Fam. Now I'm standing there. I get it. If we're at your family's crib, yeah. you want me to interact with your family. Like, yeah. I don't know these people, man. And even then, eh, don't leave for too long. Like, yeah. I I never, because I always look at it like, how would I do you? Especially like, I, not, like, if you leave me at the space table, that's a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But, like, just. But even then, because if I bust one of your cousins or your uncles in this spades game and now we got some issues. Yeah, I'm going to whoop your ass. But I'm not going to talk shit yet. I'm going to talk shit once I'm going to wait till I see what level of shit they talk to. Um, Same with Uno, same with uh, Craps. (laughs) Like, we're going to do the same thing all day. But don't leave. Like, fam, I went out to go give my mans a key. And the next time we saw Nate, it was dark. Where you been at? Like, where you been at, nigga? Why are you taking shit to the trash? All right, so let's talk about uh, another uh, a, a joint that I thought they was going to try to go into. You know, Tiff was really depressed. Man. I thought they was about to, like, 
I want y'all to leave me alone with this shit if y'all not gonna do nothing with it. Yo, um, this is the third season in a row, right? Tiffany's depression. I hate how they've addressed it because it's a situation that could have been really informative. Um, they could have really talked about this and made it where we could have cared. We about, learned something. We could have cared about Tiffany like we care about Molly. Facts. Facts. Yo, before this show happened. Uh, we didn't know Molly. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, and we knew who uh, Amanda Seals was. Yeah, we like, knew Amanda I'm, Seals. I'm the bigger star. Or I'm, I'm the bigger. She was a bigger name. name. She was a bigger name. Um, we could have cared about her like we cared about Molly character. If you would have, if y'all would have did a little bit differently in that area. Yeah, like now we're so like we fuck with Yvonne Orgy heavy now. Like as an actress, Nigga, I watched her stand up. Facts, like. It was alright. It was alright. It was better than Amanda Seals, <laughs> and I, I say that confidently. Um, you seen the cameo by uh, oh boy, right? Um, Prentice Penny. Oh yeah, with the uh, so he has made one of them in like every season uh, where he just randomly like that episode. Speaking of Tiffany's depression, when they was going around look for her, and they went to the movie theater. He was a security guard at the movie theater. Like he always gonna be on there. But um, salute to Prentice Penny. He wrote and directed this episode. Did a phenomenal job, dog. And I, I I don't say this to spark no shit. This particular episode and the shit that happened in this episode, I feel like the reason that it really hit, because it was written by a man. A man writing this can really give you the type of tension and the petty shit that men do yes. when they having a battle of wits and a battle of dicks. Because that's what this was, dog. It was an ego. It was a pissing contest, dog. And what's so funny is... uh. Lawrence had the upper hand because mm-hmm. these are my niggas. Boy. And we from L.A. Yo, Dro, who we going to talk about in a minute. Dro standing right there beside his man's like. Out of town niggas. Yeah. Transplants. Come on. You, that nigga said if you a transplant, just say that. <laughs> Dro is that nigga in a minute. And, hey, we over here six foot nine. We yeah. tall as shit. Looking down on your little short ass. Nigga, you don't know nothing about no barbecue. And you win it. And then shout out to uh, to Issa Brother Amal. He tried to take the whole convo elsewhere and was like, yo, dog I'm kicking it with said I look good with a Caesar. What you doing tomorrow? Nigga Nate was like, oh, I ain't in the shop. Me and Issa still looking at apartments. Lawrence, you just lost your whole goddamn upper hand, dog. So listen. Nigga. That's when I'm tapping out, though. Yeah. I got to leave it alone. Because in my mind, oh, they shit serious. The the reason I'm tapping out is because I know what I want. Mm -hmm. I know I want this woman, the whole nine yards. I want to tell her how I feel, the whole nine yards. Yeah. But, like, I also don't want to ruin her life. No. If I want her happy, bro. Now. What's what's the line? I want to see you happy even if it's not with me. Yeah, like, now, that's bullshit, but I it kind of ain't true. I got to think about this, though. Because I done been Lawrence and fucked up some relationships to get back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to make sure I'm telling the truth. <laughs> All right. We got to handle this pie responsibly. <laughs> yeah, well. My younger self and myself now are two different things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that was over 10 years ago. So, um, but like, y'all, all right, nigga, you about to move. Like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe that, mm-hmm. maybe that's not for me then. Cause like, I don't want, I like, I like the girl. I care about, I care about, I want to be serious, successful. I may give you what's on my mind still, but it's not going to be, come be with me. It's going to be like, listen, I, I kind of felt like. So, Here's the other thing about that, too. Here's why I'm tapping out. Because when I hear that, I hear that y'all looking at apartments and all that. 
bare minimum, you know what, dog? I just call her tomorrow or something to talk about. Because I don't want to talk about that right now. Knowing what they, what I just heard. Because now I'm not even in my, I'm, I'm low-key fuming right now. I'm dog. insecure. I'm insecure as fuck. And I know if I holler at her right now about this shit at the party. I'm overcompensating. I'm literally pissing. This is a pissing contest. Dog. I've been there recently. Bro. When I think I, I, I made it. For some reason, I have like this imaginary deadline in my head that I mm-hmm. made up. Like, yo, this shit got to work by this date. And yeah. then you look at your actions like, nigga, this not even how you normally move. Like, bro. So how do it supposed it, to work out for you if this not even how you normally move? So I'm glad you said that how you said that. Lawrence, you lost your fucking advantage because you got out of character. You doing shit you don't do. You not, you don't fucking be begging Issa. You don't be fighting for love. You know who Lawrence started acting like? You remember uh, season two, that montage where they were at the old apartment, they were talking, and then as Lawrence was leaving, he turned around and said fucking and got on one knee and uh, asked her to marry him, and then they went through the whole, like, montage of them being married, having a baby, da-da-da. That's who this Lawrence in real time turned into, where he was just like, Fucking, I'm out of character. I'm going against everything that we've been through, everything I know. Because when, when, so I can, like, well, if you're a nigga that plays safe all the time, mm-hmm. when things don't go your way, it'd be like, damn, I, I want to stop playing it safe. Yeah. But since that's not your lane 100%, yeah. you overdo it. You overdo it. Um, And he overdid it. And I, and I think that you shouldn't. Like, if, if, it, if it's a situation. And uh, it causes you to, damn. So this is not an absolutes, okay. all right? Because okay. everything is everything got a little bit of nuance to it. Okay. But like, you can't change who you are to be with another person. Facts. Because that's not gonna be you, and they don't even want you for you. They want you for the version that you change into to be with them. And how long you plan on keeping that shit up? Uh, you know what I'm saying? If I'm, you know what, dog? We we talk about when Lawrence. Should have tapped out. Like, when we would have tapped out if we were Lawrence. Nigga, at the party or not, I would have tapped out when she never called me back after I called her. I want to know why you called me, though. I do want to know why you called me, but fam, the fact that you never called back. Like, you initiated the contact. We ain't spoke. You dialed me. It was probably late. We I was at Condolas. We know what, we know what time it was. Like, but, I know why you called me. But the fact that I called you back and you ain't never answer, and then for the last month I've been sitting with that, even when I do talk to you, when I see you, whatever, dog, you kind of already told me what it is, nigga. So what I what I think needs to happen here, and I think they should talk again, okay? Is because Issa said I was calling for closure, not calling to get back with you. Yeah, she never said that, right? Yeah, she was calling for closure. I think y'all need to have a conversation and unpack all that shit. Not to have, not to say like, okay, now we can be together. No, but to unpack all that shit because energy trans, like it don't go nowhere. Yeah. It, it's going to transfer somewhere else. And you got all that shit bottled up in you. It has to come out. And here's the thing with Lawrence too, to your, to your point about energy and closure. Lawrence said straight up, yo, when you told me you ain't want to be with me, I understood. I was moving out of state. I had a baby on the way. Like I... I was closed then. Like, I had all the closure. I was okay walking away, 
being broken up with because I so much I couldn't fight for myself knowing how many elements I had against me. Yeah, but But everything is different now. Boy, when you (laughs) called me that night and I saw that missed call, in my mind, in my mind, everything was possible. Oh man, it is Christmas. It is Christmas. But everything in Lawrence's mind became possible when he saw that missed call. Nigga, I'm out of my twelve step program. I'm moving on. And you didn't gave me some drugs. She literally lit a cigarette Sometimes right in the front be- of that The nigga, best dog. thing that you can do with somebody is just to separate. Yeah. Because I know for a fact, and I have a problem with this, there's people I don't like. I have a, uh, listen, the best thing that you can do with some people is not contact them. Because if you contact them, I'm never going to stop fucking with you. Mm-hmm. Like in real life, I'm never going to stop. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I, I hated to see my dog go out the way that he went out because I don't see how he makes it back. But the fucked up part, the real fucked up part, is the straight at Nate is catching because Nate done and he don't even know it, dog. Like I think Nate done on his part. Like I, when I say Nate done, yeah, I don't think it. It's like because Issa don't want you. Like I think he's done. No, no, no. I'm saying he done. He gonna walk away. He don't want to deal with all this shit. But even if he, Nate, one of them niggas that's gonna walk away on some emotional shit now. Nate, and one then, of them niggas that he'll stay. And then two years from now, shit, like when that nigga came to you, yeah, like, you seem like one of them niggas that want to keep bringing this shit up. Yeah, and I feel like this moment, Issa also gonna realize, yo. I love both of y'all niggas. I low-key don't think I want to be with neither one of y'all we niggas, know where bro. This is going. We know where it's headed. Let's not go there just yet. Let's talk about uh let's talk about Molly and Torian at the party, man. Man, I was so fucking happy for yo, Molly, dog. Yo, before we get to Molly and Torian, man, hit hit the applause, dog. I'm clapping that shit up for Molly's fucking turnaround. Man, one more time. Clap that shit up. For Molly's fucking turnaround, dog. Molly, Molly the only one who took this season. I'm talking about her character. She took this season. She took that whole call for growth and, and hey, I'm meditating more. I'm focused on my career. I'm cutting my hair. I'm doing my thing. I'm doing all the shit that I need to do to become a better me. All the shit we just took on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm reevaluating how I date, what I look for in men, and just the type of shit that I allow in my emotional and my, my, my physical space. And I did it. I applied it. And now look at me. I'm with a great nigga. This nigga just became partner at my firm. This nigga's been a mentor to me professionally. Now, he fucking with me personally. Our relationship, you know, at work, we still got to figure out how to fucking bring that to the table. But niggas is already kind of peeping. I thought you about to say I was in HR telling him that we fucking <laughs> <laughs> So I actually did think he was going to say, like, no, nah, I was letting him know that me and you were in a relationship now. I mean, it's a law signing them. Yeah, you have to sign these papers, dog. Yeah. Like, And I, I really thought that was going to be the thing. So when he said he was partner, I was happy, like, who, all right. Because I thought had he said, yo, I was telling HR, Molly was going to be like, wait, nigga, you ain't talking to me about that? Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? But Molly bringing Tori into the party. Torian showed up kind of, you know, he was chilling for a minute, and then he started looking around, peeping the scene. He peeped. This was kind of more of a family-type gathering than some Issa and the crew getting together, and he had brought some edibles. 
Molly was like, yo, nigga. Yo, that whole fucking... First off, that whole thing was funny. It was hilarious. He's like, so you, you bought a gift that for a going away party? Like, oh, nah, nah, this is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga Derek said, so you brought us trash? Yeah, this is shit. Like, yeah, yeah, no, this is. I'm about to throw this shit out. <laughs> I'm like, and shout out. So, Torian, the the actor that plays him, Leonard Robinson, he's a comedian. Yeah. Um, and he he's yeah, he's he's at like the Laugh Factory in Cali every weekend. Like he he one of them like working comedians. So, so like so. I like when you can keep a straight face when everybody else is laughing mm-hmm. or every like we know this is funny, but I'm gonna keep my straight face. He stayed in character with that shit. He he really killed this shit. Yeah. No, nah, he he killed. And then I love how Molly handled him. Like yo, I could tell this was awkward for you. I get why you feel like, oh, shit, this is a bad gift and maybe not the right moment. But how about this? Let's do one together, and let's think of it as a celebration of you getting promoted. All right, well, in that case, you know what? I'm with it, dog. And they bust the motherfucking edibles down, and, man, these two niggas were phenomenal, dog. Molly and Torian won this episode easily, dog. That nigga Torian, when they was over there talking about barbecue and he started to order some from Postmates, nigga, I lost it, bro. That nigga said, yo, why did it get so tense in here? <laughs> nigga, like, then he go, so y'all want me to order the barbecue or nah? Because Postmates say it could be here in 20 minutes, nigga. Like, fam, you had a whole event with caterers. You don't need to order barbecue. High Torian was on fucking fire, my nigga. Then they had their little moment. With Dro, and I love. First of all, shout out to them bringing Dro back, dog. Like, yeah, it's it. It's a we gotta wrap this shit up. We have to wrap this shit up. But I also, I saw what they were doing. Like, Insecure has done a very like Molly passed every test. Issa failed them. Yeah, yeah. Like we we threw it. We threw the same situation at multiple at both people, of y'all, but you failed it. So. Dro walked back in when Tiffany and Derek were giving their speech. Um, he had a date with him. It wasn't his wife. Instantly, you recognized, oh, shit, that's not old girl. Wonder what this nigga Dro on. But then you remember a couple episodes ago when Dro called Molly, and they was like, yo, why is Dro calling you? And uh, Molly was like, maybe he calling to see about my mom. That's literally what the nigga wanted. So and look, to tell you I got divorced. So look, that was the same situation we threw at Dro. Yeah. We threw at Molly and Issa. They handled it two different ways. In the kickback episode, and then today, mm-hmm. both of them people who called on that same night showed up, and they handled it different. Totally different, man. Dro walked in. Uh, Molly, when the edible started kicking in, she... Now, before we get to that... Okay. I was talking to the homie Curb earlier this morning. Curb, what up? Um, And he asked a question, mm-hmm. and we've kind of talked about this before. Dro got, dis- got divorced. Mm-hmm. He wanted to tell, hey, I got divorced. I want you to hear yeah, yeah. from me the whole nine yards. Did his wife ever know? You know, before I was always leaning on the I don't know. Yeah. Because it was very ambiguous. Yeah. When they was at Tiffany's house for the baby shower and everything. Yeah. He would always talk to Molly in front of her. Yeah. But y'all also been best friends. So Forever. I never, we never knew if you knew. And his girlfriend never let on that, yo, I let him fuck anybody. Yeah. I always so it was, was only, it was only literally, of all the episodes of Molly and Dro, it was only one episode. He woke up at Molly's place Candace called him and he answered the phone and said, oh, none, I'm still at Molly's. Now, because this is your childhood friend that you've known all your whole life, I'm still at Molly's doesn't necessarily say 
I'm I, over here fucking Molly. Facts. We just we fucked and I'm in her bed. And right the fact now. that you answered the phone, no Kinda, matter. Hey, side note: answer the phone call whenever your wife calls or your significant other. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Just answer the phone, that's even a fact. if you can't talk. Hey, I can't talk right now. Let me give you a call right back. Answer the phone. And you know what, dog? Or I'm, if you don't answer the phone, shoot a quick text. Hey, let me give you a call back. That your life will be easier. Just answer the phone. No, no. I'm also let me let me give you another easy life hack with your girl, wife, significant other, whatever. Yo, when you go out with your fellas and then y'all decide to move to a new venue, just tell your girl, hey, we're going over here now. We was over here. This is where you knew we was going. Now, this got dead or we've been here for a while. It got too crowded, whatever the fuck. I'm crying out here, nigga. It's too many people. We about to go over to this nigga. Just tell your girl. It will literally make your whole night smooth, dog. And it... So, and also what it does, it builds trust. Facts. Facts. So, when there is a night that maybe you're not in contact as much, um, it's not like a red flag. Like, yo, this nigga, uh, like, I, you, you you build trust. And she's not like, immediately thinking the worst. And also, when shit fuck up, that's your significant other. Yeah. They need to, like, that's the person they going to ask about. Yeah. They need to know what's up with me. And so, we. I need her to know. I, I need her to know there's something wrong. I still don't necessarily know. We can't say 100% sure that Dro's ex-wife Candace knew. But the other side of that is, and this is just, just my thoughts on open marriages, that shit don't fix nothing, dog. Like, it might, yo, if y'all have an open marriage and y'all cool, you know, being open and honest about who y'all fucking or what y'all doing or whatever, whatever. It's really only sex. It's only sex. Like, that don't mean that, A, because we allow one another to go have sex with other people as long as we're honest about who we fucking and what we doing. That don't mean our interpersonal relationship is A1. Yeah, that don't mean that. that we can be. So, I, I obviously, Dro was, you know, uh, not even a B character. Nigga was a C character. We ain't see this nigga till you know, season two or three of this shit. Um, but because of how that shit happened with him and Molly, I wouldn't have hated a little backstory into the divorce and the reason why. Cause I'm like, yo, even if it would have been something as simple as, Hey man, that open marriage shit, you know, we thought it was going to make shit better. But in reality, we still had a bunch of other issues that weren't being addressed and they weren't being resolved by us allowing one another to fuck other people. So, but that said, I appreciated how Dro even like kicked it with Molly. Like nigga, Dro did what Lawrence wouldn't do. Fam, I held it together. Like, yo, I when when I called you, I literally was just calling to check on your mom. Woo, woo, woo. And then she like, I heard about the divorce. That nigga like, damn, man, I wanted to tell you myself, my mama can't keep her mouth closed. He said too. Like, you called a nigga, don't act like yeah. you did. And the nigga, the nigga drove was like, yo, at the end of the day, we used to be closer. We was friends before we was any of that shit for 20 plus 30 years. We nigga. used to be friends. And so I don't want to just pretend like you somebody I never knew because shit got weird intimately between yeah, us, dog. Yeah. Um, specifically when we were friends. Now, Issa and Lawrence, hey, y'all pretending y'all don't know each other is different because y'all didn't grow up together as friends before the romantic shit. Um, so I'm not, you know, if that never fucking pans out on some cool, we can be cordial in the room shit, I'm not mad at it because the relationship different. For Dro, he looking at it like, I got a new girl. I'm fine. I'm literally, he was like, I ain't want you to think that I wanted it to be like a thing. Nigga, I just wanted to tell you myself. I'm divorced, nigga. Yeah. And uh, Torian walked up. 
Both these niggas high. <laughs> high as a kite, nigga. That nigga Torian walks up. Molly say, oh, yeah, this is Dro. Him and his wife oh, had an open relationship. Like, uh, um, so I, I saw you with the guy you with. Oh, him right there? Yeah. <laughs> Torian's standing right behind him like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> like, she was like, yeah, this is Dro. Him and his wife had an open relationship. Me and him used to hook up a lot, nigga. Like a lot. Fam. But we are. Right. Nah, I don't want the nigga. Like, Shout out to Torian, dog. All right. He's a lawyer, though. I mean. And his mind works in, like, facts and. and it's, it's black and white as fuck. Yeah. Um, and for him, though, he, even with that mind frame, at the end of the day, dog. That nigga said, "We all got to pass." Nigga. I used to sell Adderall. Adderall. <laughs> no, like, no I, I really, I was, yeah. I was, I was Tariq. Like I, I was one of them, dog. Like, like you ever seen Power? It's about me. <laughs> like Power Book Two is me, man. Um, but just the way that he handled it, I think that it, it really, it, it led to that conversation that they had in the pantry, and the way Molly handled it. Yeah, nigga, I told you that shit up front. Yeah, I don't want no sneaking around. I don't want this. I don't like. I don't want no no miscommunication. I'm gonna tell you this shit up front right now, and you gonna deal with it or we not gonna deal with it. And now, granted, hey, she only said that shit the way she said it because she was high as fuck. She might have said, it. I think she probably would have had that conversation, but probably not as blunt. But it's best that it's blunt like that because mm-hmm. I mean, I like a person that you can talk to. But I loved this conversation that Molly and Torian had when they um. As the weed kicked in, they went into the where the caterers were with the food. I know uh, macaroni balls is really that good though. No, they are fire. Um, it's a spot in um, Troy. Uh, I can't think of the name of the spot, but them motherfuckers is great. Was uh, we together? Why well, I feel like we was together at uh at that spot in uh in Ferndale one time on Nine Mile. Um, Rosie O'Grady's. I feel like we had to fucking fry a macaroni or something oh, up there, be. dog. We probably up there with Weezy I, or something. I think, yeah, and like Chantel and somebody. Oh, yeah, or maybe yeah. that, uh, yeah, it was a whole bunch I of th- us. Yeah, there. it was like a table full of us, dog, and I think yeah, we tried yes, that yes, shit I and was remember. like. Was that like a 4th of July or something? It was something. It might have been St. Patty's or something. Yeah. I don't, whatever it was, dog, we had the little fried macaroni joints and was like. Yeah, that bitch is fire. Yo, my nigga, this is crazy, dog. But, uh. When they was in the thing, they was eating all the food. One of the caterers was coming, so they ran off and, and ducked off in the pantry uh, just to hide out. But then they had a real convo in there. And I want to talk about some of the shit they said in there. Hold up. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am having a good time, though. Me too. What? Nothing. No, it's dumb. <laughs> uh, I currently have smushed cheese in my jaggy pocket, so can't be that dumb. I guess a part of me is just kind of worried about how good of a time I'm having with you. This is easy. It feels real natural, and that scares me. Why? Because at some point when people get close, I mess things up. Dudes get tired of me, or at least they have to pass, and I am just worried that if you get tired of me, it's gonna really hurt. So Molly say, at some point, niggas get tired of me, dog. When people get close, I fuck things up. 
And it's really worrying me that if I fuck shit up with you or if you get tired of me, I'm going to be hurt. It's going to hurt a little bit more. And she also said the classic girl thing. I'm a little scared because it's going too good. It's it's easy. It's it's It feels normal. It's natural. It's smooth. Yo, why are we so afraid of, like, regular? Because like, the shoe be dropping, my nigga. Man, man. And it's always quietest before the storm. All that, uh-huh. Like, the shoe really do be dropping because, like, you be in some amazing shit. And then, yeah. like, one day be like, yo, what happened? And because, so me, yeah, personally, this is what I try to do. I try not to make decisions when I'm really happy. And I try not to make decisions when I'm really angry. Mm-hmm. Because I don't make decisions good when I'm really happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, yo, you really happy in this relationship and everything is cool. And, like, you end up doing shit that you would not normally do or something that, it's not really a good logical thing for you to do, but yeah. you, you made a bad decision because you was clouded because everything was so good. Um, I feel like I feel like that's a, a common trauma bond that people share, um, especially millennial black men and women. We, we share that. When shit is going too good, it's like like me and Jay, we, we don't have children, but it's like when you're... Your friends with kids tell you, yo, if it's too quiet for too long. Got a fucking German Shepherd. When it's too quiet for too long, something's going 100% on. one hundred percent doing something. He tearing some shit up. percent, nigga. It is a pillow dead up there, dog. Um, and that is it's a common thing in a relationship. But I always say this, and I, I said it out loud uh, to Molly when I was watching this episode, man. Like, yo, what if this time that shoe don't drop? Like sometimes that shoe just ain't it's not gonna drop, dog. Um and what if this or what if this time that shoe drops but you pick it up. It's the one that you can pick up, dog. Like cause sometimes the shoe drops and it's over. It's that immediate like, okay, well this is not what I thought it was and I should walk away from this. And it hurts, but you know you gotta go. Yo, what if that shoe drop and it's like, yo, this is the first big test with a relationship that I'm going to be testing in for the rest of my life because this is that nigga, dog. Yeah. Your relationship ain't never going to be perfect. It ain't always going to be... Fam, y'all work together. I already see the problems in Tori and Molly relationship coming. But... Good thing doesn't we mean it's a, it. Yeah, we ain't, we won't get a, a view of it, but it doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. And what that's a spinoff. Would you take? Would you watch an insecure spinoff? One thousand percent, nigga. I I watch anything that start with insecure. Like <laughs> if that shit start with insecure, I'm I'm there, dog. <laughs> like, Listen, I looked at the logo for insecure. I was smoking some CBD. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The eye is always is leaning. Mm-hmm. The eye is leaning. In, yeah, to security. Mm. Like so, is this whole episode about you leaning in, trying to be yeah. more secure? It looks like Molly then linked all the way in hey. and found her security. And you know what though, man, it's all, it's all call and response, right? Because when Torian asked her what was wrong, he didn't push her. But he made her comfortable. Dog. When she told him what was up, when she told him how she felt, that nigga said, "Yo." Well, this is the opposite because I hated you when I when I met you, but now I'm starting to like you, and and I appreciate him saying I'm starting to like. He didn't he didn't OD it and I'm in love. Yo, but now I'm in love with you. Yeah. Like no, nah, like we keeping it regular. I dog. also thought she gonna say I think I'm in love. With, I was about to say yeah. I'm I'm glad don't. that we didn't jump the fucking gun and soap opera this shit just yet. But um, when nigga said I'm starting to like you, 
he followed it up with, I'm not going to leave. Like, you you scared niggas off before because them niggas wasn't for you, nigga. I'm me, and I'm enjoying this shit the same way you are, dog. Like, it's it's a difference when it's mutual, man. Like, I, I think a lot of us are afraid when we start liking people that we like them more than they like us. Mm. And and when when it's mutual, here's the dope thing about vulnerability. Molly was vulnerable in that closet. Torian's response made her comfortable. <laughs> a lot of motherfuckers is afraid to be vulnerable because they think, yo, if I tell you I like you, your response is going to be <laughs> or they, completely they, the opposite. They've been in a situation where they were vulnerable. Yeah. And the person didn't catch them. And it, and because you're a human and your body wants to protect itself, now you go into defense mode. Yeah. And 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 the trust issues that come with that. Um you me and you've been in corporate America a long fucking time. You ever did like a work retreat where y'all do a little uh trust fall? I haven't done the trust fall. So we did a trust fall uh company I worked at in Georgia. We went up on Stone Mountain. And uh, we did a whole hike, and then we got to the top of the mountain. We set up, like, a podium. I'll probably never do a trust fall, by the way. Yo, I never wanted to do a trust fall at the top of Stone Mountain, but we set up, like, a little podium situation at the top of the mountain. And uh, basically every employee had to climb up to the top of the podium and do the trust fall if they wanted to. We weren't forcing people to do it. But emotionally, you go through trust falls. And this was Molly having one of those trust fall moments with Torian and that nigga caught her, man. And and I think that, that really made the difference in her comfortability in that closet. And then she rewarded that nigga with some pussy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> immediate. Immediate. Raw, raw. Ain't nothing wrong with the immediate response. I hey, prefer nah. the immediate response, actually. Because it's appreciated. It let me know that's how you really felt. You feel me? Um, we, uh, you know, we didn't get a ton of <laughs> Derek and Tiffany. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, Oh man! This was their last episode. This, this had le- to be when they left first, right? So they were the first to finish filming. I do think at least Tiffany will make an appearance on next week's episode, but we know they can film, you know, in in different ways. But uh, this was real awkward for them to be the two leaving, and we we barely got anything about them. They daughter, we don't know what Whether their the kid job is, is theirs or not. Like so, he's it's just really, over, he, man. He, he, they they really gonna play with us, like yeah, Prentice Penny, man. You 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 dirty son of a bee, man. That's you, like uh, one of those things that they. This little joke that y'all do in the writers' room to fuck with us, or yeah. Because y'all know what y'all did. Y'all left a real big uh, moment out there for the viewers, and then y'all told us that we was crazy for thinking on it. Some but, Tariq, um, shit, yeah, you know, man, some... we already know this, but um. Uh, Call a nigga Mecca for now on. <laughs> he looked more like a Mecca than man. All right, we we gonna get into power in a minute. Um, yo, the uh, the the setup for this episode and everything that happened it it led us. We both said similar sentiments. Um, Shorty actually texted me exactly what me and you said we thought might happen next week when this ends. And then in the group, um, I saw a few similar comments as well. So let's just talk about it, man. Moving forward. I think she going to be on something, be by myself, a.k.a. black women don't need no man and they can be alone by themselves. A whole bunch of bullshit. But uh, not bullshit. Yeah. Like, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like... 
I don't want to hear stories about people being by themselves. Men and women need to be together. I don't, you know what I'm saying? But, See, I, I think they're, I think similarly they're going to end it on, you know, some, y'all, I'm good being single. Like, I'm I'm good single. Like, Nate, I love you. Lawrence, I love you. I don't want to be with neither one of y'all right now. It's not good for me. Yeah, your, your, your body literally was not designed to be that way. You know what this episode confirmed for me? Because we know what we get next week. Um, Regardless, it's the end. So we, we can imagine what we're going to get next week. Can we get a time skip? It might give us a time jump. We might jump forward. Um, Maybe to any of those birthdays they were mentioning, Tiffany and Derek will be back for um, how many of those happen? But that said, I think this episode and the preview for next week proved to me that this Crenshaw angle was the biggest waste of time in the history of fucking insecure dog. I think I don't think anything's gonna come from that now, man. I think because the actor, I don't know what his name was used. Kofi something. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought, I think because he was used, people thought it was going to be deeper. I thought yeah. they thought he was going to be a love interest. And they were so angry that they kept using him because they thought it was going to be a love interest somehow. And I just never thought that it, he was a big of enough deal for the whole season. And I think me and you called it on the first episode that we didn't think he was after seeing him. Or not the first episode. Episode two was when he got introduced. After seeing his character and the angle that they were bringing in, we didn't think he was going to be a love interest. We just didn't know why they would, you know, continue that storyline and then to have continued it for two or three more episodes. Because Man, y'all wasted a lot of time. However they want this to end, right? Whether if Issa and, and Lawrence get together or Molly, whatever. Fam, I, they don't got 10 episodes of that shit. Because uh-uh. it only takes three or four episodes to wrap this little story up. So we mm-hmm. had to fill it with something. So let's give Issa some backstory to make her career propped up. Because tomorrow, on next week's episode, I think she's going to get off in her career. And she's probably going to get off doing both. And it's like, well, that's going to that's gonna be the payoff. Man. Right? Because. But here's the thing. From what we saw with him in that second episode when they got into it and then the beach episode where the nigga was tweeting about her crazy. Blah, blah, blah. Fam, if the payoff is, hey, I'm going to do both and I'm going to be able to work with him um, and MBW and have an impact on my community while getting to this bag. And she better work with Ty Dollar Signs. Oh, my God. Ty Dollar, dog. Come come get your, you the nigga. We going to miss you like Derek and Tiffany, the way they keep putting this nigga on there. But if the payoff with the Crenshaw nigga is her getting to do both and being able to be in the community and get to the bag. Um, I still don't think that he needed to be such an integral part of integral part of four episodes of this season. Dog, Like his story, it, it just was weak, man. And I, I don't know who in the writer's room had a crush on this nigga and wanted to get him on here in some way, somehow and Prentice Penny probably shut down a love story angle. So they thought of some other shit. This was the worst pivot in history, dog. It was it was not good, but I think we can guarantee that whatever happens with the nigga, we didn't need the four episodes that he was featured on. Um, and in that character life, ain't gonna do shit. That whole angle was trash. In real life, other than that one episode when they do they they did the actual event, yeah, he wasn't in the show that long. Nah, but it was too. It was like it was like maybe he wasn't on here a lot, but his character impacted shit on this season like that episode at the beach that whole scene in the car 
Nigga, Kelly and the old girl in the backseat of that car was funny as hell. I ain't need Issa worrying about Crenshaw and tweets. You know what I'm saying? But like, Issa getting big enough for her public. Issa's getting big enough for a tweet about Issa to mean something, though. Right? Because, like, who the fuck is Issa? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm getting big enough that I need to worry about PR from somebody tweeting about me. Who the you fuck, know fuck is Crenshaw? That's been my issue. Well, in, like, the, in the Issa-verse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That shit was terrible, man. I, I would have, after seeing Torian and Molly go crazy yesterday, I would have taken episodes about their first and or second date. I would have taken anything about Tiffany's depression. That's just one of them. I, I feel like that was wasted material right there, man. I, I'm not a fan of how they did that. I don't want to see their first date because I don't care enough about I mean, I, I'm happy for Torian. I'm happy for Molly. Because Torian appears to be the, but if you give me that first, that it's too much information for us to figure out. Like, no, he gonna do this. Like, I, I don't know if the the Christian angle was like, yo, this is so fucking great or anything like that. But like, I don't want to see that shit because I don't taking anything. Right? They could have showed me. Uh, I don't think I, I just I don't know. I just think I wasn't that I wasn't in I wasn't that. Impacted by the Kershaw shit, like they could have showed me Molly Mama in the hospital, like sleep. I didn't I need that, that angle to be perfectly honest. I didn't need that to be more than the one episode that it was. Um, I think the one episode that it was, and and kind of re showing us Nathan and Issa, it worked for what it did. Um, but I needed to go beyond that. Again, like yo, this is real life. Should be happening like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's a fact, man. Um, we'll be able to do whatever we want when we write our shit. That's a big fact, dog. Uh, best episode of the season? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, I, don't even, I don't even know that that's arguable. Uh, I saw niggas talking about this episode online last night who adamantly don't watch Insecure and be on there talking shit. But niggas was... This was one of them, man. Um, and it was, again, it was... I felt connected to it because... I understood Nate and Lawrence. I understood both of their angles. Yeah, for sure. Um, on some man shit, dog. Men are prideful as fuck, and uh, we we got to claim our territory. And unfortunately, man, Issa, these two men were, were pining after you and, and almost came to blows. I would have liked for Nate to get a, a swing off, though. Like I, mean, I ain't needed a fight. No, no, no. I ain't needed to turn into a full-blown scrap. I needed Nate to get one off, nigga. Like, just throw your one, and then it get broke up. Like, the pushing, because they pushed for, like, an hour. I was like, all right, bro, y'all a little OD with the pushing, but I would like Nate to get just one swing off just so he could really be, like, the bad guy in a moment. Um, And also, nigga. But neither one of them is bad guys, though. And that's uh, how that be. No, nah, Lawrence was a whole-ass nigga in this moment, man. Um, I understood it because I too have been a whole ass nigga in certain moments when it came to me but not getting about, what I wanted. Let's think about the Lawrence conversation. He said, "No, nah, we was having a conversation." What else he say? That was pretty much it. Yeah, no, and it was. Just, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck. I'm bust your ass, dog. Um, Issa, walk away from that. Walk away from that. When you saw the angle that Lawrence was trying to talk to you on, you go ahead and you get up out of there, man. Uh, <laughs> Not worth the discussion that you and Nate have to have on the car ride on the way home, dog. That's the awkward car ride right there, boy. Yeah. Um, yo, man, this was a great episode. I really love what they did, man. Um, I know we're going to uh, discuss it after the finale. Would you next walk week. up? You see your lady talking. Would you walk up? 
Um, I probably would sit in the back and I watch this whole shit like y'all. Oh, how long these motherfuckers gonna talk? No, no, no. I'm 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 literally that. I've I've been in that situation where I just sit back and play it. But Cause like here, because unless I see something completely egregious at the end of the day, them over there talking, even if their conversation or the length of time that they're talking feels a bit much for me. As long as I don't see him do no crazy shit or see them do no crazy shit, my issue, if I have one, is probably with her. Yeah. So, um, like, I'm so, probably not going to walk up because, yeah, I'm probably not. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely playing the back unless, unless I, feel I like, see something Unless crazy. I feel yeah. like starting some shit. Yeah. But on the flip side, um, and again, we didn't see when Nathan walked up exactly. We just heard him say, what's going on here? He could have been standing there for a couple seconds, but not knowing what he heard makes it interesting, right? Because if if I heard him ask you two or three times, are you happy? And I sat there and watched you never respond to that. Then I heard that man tell you he love you and he not happy when he not with you. And I sat there and saw you continue trying to talk that through with him. And I, I might a, walk up on that, <laughs> dog. What? So let's just... We were over it, but now I'm yeah, not over it no more. Yeah, yeah. Just talking about what Issa actually said. She didn't say we ain't having this conversation. She said we're not having this conversation right now. She said here? Yeah, we're not having it here. AKA, I'm down to talk to you, mm-hmm. but my man's here. So, and I don't know if I like that answer. If 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 I'm the nigga. And that's oh, I know girl. I don't like that answer, dog. You know what I'm I saying? don't like that at all. Bro. Oh, we, oh, we going to talk with my man not here. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. And again, depending on when Nathan walked up and or what he heard, because, yo, this is a big ass backyard. If Nathan's on the other side of the fucking yard and he see them talking, it was only maybe one or two things that looked demonstrative enough that you might have. Oh, fuck was Nate going, dog? <laughs> where the fuck over had there? Nate? Where was he at? Like, where had he been, nigga? Like. You went to go holla at your man. Did you stay outside on the car and just sort of sit on the hood till it got dark? And then you came back and seen me talk. Like, where you been at, bro? It's been like two hours, nigga. Um, Molly and Torian and fucked and had macaroni and cheese, and you just been gone the whole time. But I don't think that, um, again, had I heard something, had I been close enough to hear what they was talking about, I might walk up. If I'm on the other side and I don't really necessarily know what they talking about, I'm probably just gonna play the back and and talk to her later until and I see get, what the fuck is until going I on. get into my own head. Like I'm gonna let this motherfucker talk to my. Well, so then that's the other thing, right? At a certain point, yo, y'all talking too long, and that's just that ain't even men pride no more. That at a certain point, it's like, all right, y'all don't have that much to kiki about. It's just real shit. Like you know, it's it's only so long. And then fake like, relationships can pretend. It is like, well, yo, do you let them get that closure out? Right, because it may not end up in like, um, yo, I want to be with you. Like, yeah. let them, you know, debrief yeah, whatever yeah. they need to do, and now we can move on with our lives so, and shit. To to Issa's point, we'll need to do that here, um, because not only is my man here, not only did I bring my man here, this event that we at literally is not about any of us individually. It's about Derek and Tiffany who we ain't seen in hours. Them niggas probably in the fucking house. So, so, so Lauren's response should have been like, well, can we talk tomorrow? Yo, can we, can we, can we, can we meet tomorrow? Yo, fuck all that. Well, if I call you to talk, you going to answer? Cause I, I tried to do this a month ago. Real talk. Maybe, maybe a month ago, I didn't know that I was going to come on this strong. 
Because yeah. I was just trying to see why you called me. But and, hey. and like, we we not gonna act like you ain't been think. So Lawrence don't know this shit, right? But nigga, but I've been, been on your mind. <laughs> you've been dreaming about me, man. You've been doing like so. You couldn't imagine a future with Nate without me popping in. Come on, nah. You couldn't imagine a future working with Todd Dollar without me popping in. Come on, nah. So like, we know what time it is. Yeah, yeah. So, but Lawrence don't know a hundred. Yeah. He just kind of got an inkling. And for, I don't know why I fucking forgot that. So we talking about, like, nigga, they clearly want to be together. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I can't get you out of my dreams. I can't get you out of my mind. The only reason that we weren't together is because besides me having a kid, I was moving I left. to San Francisco. Yeah. So that's too, like, I can understand, or I understand why that didn't work out. Because yeah. it don't seem like I did something to make it not work out. Like, nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a father. I'm in a different state. Yeah. Well, not a different state, but... Um, the elements for me well just kind of yeah. I'm going four hours away, three four hours away, it's nigga. Like Michigan, Ohio, yeah, nigga. Detroit, Chicago. Like you, as far as we concerned, you too far for us to. Now, granted, uh, Detroit, nigga, find him a girl he like in Chicago or Ohio. We'll figure it out. Further as I can go. <laughs> hey, that's kind of like the that's the one. Like yeah. if I if we gonna do the distance. You can't be further than here. I but can do Chicago, but I, I can't when, do nothing. When you add in the new child element, and you add in the, hey, you're going to be in L.A. every week, but you're not coming here directly for me. you coming here for your child, which, hey, shout out to you. Committed as, as much as you can be as a father, but, like, where does that leave me, though? So I understood, and I appreciate Lawrence telling her that. I understood why you broke up with me. What I don't understand is why you called me a month ago. And you calling me a month ago opened up a whole can of fucking worms, and now I want to chalk that out. But again, Lawrence playing it smooth. Player Lawrence should have said, "Can I give you a call? Can I call you tomorrow? But this can shit, we meet?" But to quote the great Darius Lovehall, "Nigga, this shit urgent, urgent like, like a, a motherfucker. motherfucker. I don't want to wait. I've been waiting. I don't. I'm, I may not have an opportunity, and that's why if I'm Nate." I'm getting a swing off, nigga, because, yo, I I respect your urgency, but guess what? I'm running up, and I'm blasting your ass, nigga. What's so interesting is, is Nate insecure when he has every right to, like, everything that Nate fears is 100% right. So, because we know what Issa been thinking we about. We know what she been on. We know what Lauren's been thinking about. He not even insecure. He right. He, you, he, his man intuition yeah, is yeah. right than a motherfucker. Yeah, um, but that's the thing, though. A lot of insecurities do come from a place of either familiarity or, yo, know, I kind of know something. Like, it, a lot of insecurities are from your gut. Um, like, and is So insecurities are like when you have no reason to feel this way. Like, nigga, you right. That's a spidey sense. Uh, I'm not insecure. No, this is what actually happened. My girl has been thinking about this man and her when while we in the bed together and her dreams but, and this and that and that and this. He clearly said, I love you. I want you to be with me. Uh, well, he didn't say that part, but it's implied. Uh, hey, <laughs> I'm not happy when I'm not with you. Nigga, that mean I want you to be with me. <laughs> Are you happy? Man. You ever hit a girl with that? Nah. Ever, anybody ever hit you with that? Uh, yeah. And I always, I say, yeah, when I'm not. Nigga, fuck out of here. You know, I'm, I'm not happy with you. I'm happy telling you I'm happy with another motherfucker. Get on. Is you happy? <laughs> Man, dog. Go and tell um, a nigga no. What a happy. I'm literally that. pulling that up right now because that's going to be the fucking closeout song. Um, <laughs> Why you want to go and do that? Huh? Man. Why you want to go and do that, Issa? Huh? 
No, Issa, I do got a question. Why you want to go and have this great fucking episode, episode nine? Like, now you done finally put us in the undoubtable, un... We absolutely 100% are not able to say this episode wasn't good. This episode wasn't insecure. This was one of the ones undebatable on the internets. And now we only got one more left. All these episodes get better and better, though. We got one more left, bro. You gave us absolute fire. And now you finna leave, dog. I'm, this episode was so good. I'm like, I don't even want episode 10, dog. I can. I just feel like it's going to be an insecure movie like three or four years from now. I could see them doing that. Um, on, some, on some Sex in the City shit. But if they do an insecure movie, Issa's absolutely going to end back up with it, with Lawrence. Like, I'd be... It's, Don't bring it, it back if it's not. Yeah, yeah, that's that's one hundred percent. What if Crenshaw pop up? <laughs> Yo, if Issa come up in the movie with Crenshaw, nigga, I'm burning the whole theater down, man. Um, yo, if they do an insecure movie, uh, to that Blackberry letter from earlier, shorty, that's where I'm gonna propose <laughs> at the end of the movie. We going to see that shit. Um, maybe I just can't trust Nate because of how did I get away with murder. Oh, nigga, I, I I can't not see it, nigga. Every time he pop up, I go straight to him and a little Asian sister, yeah, nigga. Yeah, y'all niggas is evil. I know. I knew what y'all family was on, man. Pure evil shit, dog. Um, yo, man, I'm really miss this fucking show, dog. I, I know we ain't at the end quite yet. We got one more week. Um, and they giving us the little behind the scenes footage episode of the the final season. So I appreciate us essentially getting an hour with the with the crew. But you got HBO Max on your phone, right? Yeah. Are we going to test that one thing out today? Actually, when it's over. Better up. Yeah, um, we we might have something for the listeners, man. Uh, I'm going to throw it out there now for the iPhone listeners specifically. Um, yeah. If if you're not an iPhone listener, then the thing that we might have is it's just not going to end up being for you. Oh, I mean, Sorry. if you got an iPad. Oh, yeah, if you got an iPad. Cool. Or a MacBook. Or a MacBook. But I'll tell you what, if you got an iPad or a MacBook and an Android phone, nigga. What's wrong with you? You are ass fucking backwards. You're untrustworthy. Buddy. Yeah, nah, you are uh, Lawrence and Nate put together, nigga. You late. Um, hey, man. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. Y'all let us know what y'all thought about the episode, man. Uh, comments been jumping all day on the Facebook page. Follow us on the socials, This Week in Culture, on everything. Uh, hit us up, thisweekinculturepod at gmail.com, with your voice notes, your, your Blackberry letters, just fucking whatever you need to send us. Please send it through there. Um, if you got late Christmas gifts for the gods, we still taking them. Don't think that this is not happening. Um... Oh, my God, we just got another gift. Gifts. Donations, man. Wow, dog. The homie Shay coming through, man. What happened? What? Yo, Ooh. brother. Check that out right there, man. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, man. Y'all know y'all. Boy. We love you. Yo, man, we, we really love y'all, dog. Y'all know y'all some good to us, man. Yo, this pod shit is real, bro. Yo, this a family. Y'all, y'all really family. It's man. a family affair. Hey, man, I, I'm never gonna say your government's on here. This shit is beautiful. Man. I was talking to uh, before the the mics came on. I was like, you know, I didn't know this pop was gonna do what it did. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I I figured I had the podcast space kind of figured out. You know, with shop talk, we doing our thing. Yeah, I didn't expect this to do what it's been doing, man. And and here's the thing, man. Um, with with me and you, you know. Natural when we get behind the mic, 
we we know what we doing. We we know how to get on here and talk and and entertain and and just generate conversations, man. Uh, but again, we was coming in with a niche, very niche approach to this podcast, and man, we we know that the majority of the pods out there is talking about the exact same thing week to week. Um, our goal was to not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, our goal was to stick to a very specific part of the culture that ain't getting discussed, man, for as great as Insecure has been, for Issa finally getting some Emmy recognition these last two seasons, um, motherfuckers ain't really talking about Insecure in this space the way that they need to be. Uh, motherfuckers ain't never talked about power. That was one of 50 Cent's biggest gripes. Like, yo, y'all had to, when it was the power versus, uh, uh, what's the shit with the Cookie Lion, them, Jesse and them. Smule. Yeah, man. When it was power versus the Smule's, 50 was mad because he like, dog, y'all see the numbers we doing on Stars? Like, fuck if y'all think this is the greatest Mary written Jay show. Mary getting $400,000 an episode, my nigga? Yeah, man. How much Tariq making? Oh, I, 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 I didn't see no numbers, but I followed up looking at Tariq's uh, YouTube and, and then finding, he got two Instagrams. He got Michael Rainey Jr. And then he got, it's called like, where is 22 or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he got two of them. Uh, On both of them, this nigga's stunting big time all day. I, I, I it's, see the it's Instagram. It's all day. I, mean, I see the, the YouTube. The YouTube, he's yeah. stunting all day. He get more um, than, I think he get more than Mary. I Oh, he, if he not getting more than me. And I get it. Mary is Mary. But Mary, you married for music. Yeah. <laughs> you not married for power. So we, I will fire you today, nigga. Um, yeah, Reek getting to the bag, bro. Uh, we about to talk about that nigga on the next episode, man. But in the meantime, y'all hit us up. This Week in Culture on everything. It's a great fucking episode. We got one more Insecure left. Um, hopefully, we got something smooth coming for y'all so y'all could kick it with the boys, man. And uh, till then, have a great fucking Christmas. Have a happy holiday, whatever you celebrate, man. And y'all just enjoy your family. Enjoy some time off. Enjoy some food. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.